Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Hello, all our fellow friends of the Freak Show. Welcome to another podcast. It is Ignore the Rant. It is. And uh, I'm Doug here with Jim and Arona. Howdy. And we have a guest tonight. Lauren. Yeah. yeah. You could call me Stone. Okay, we'll call you Stone. Yeah. That's Don't usually you, what she goes Stone's by. Stone's good. All right. We're getting stoned in the studio, man. Stoned. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> He's getting stoned. wild on a Friday. Stone. Yeah, the, she's, uh, she's a good friend from back in the... College days back in the borough can all very much remember that, and uh, <laughs> thought we'd potentially get into some of the shenanigans that took place. Uh, we were all in that area, but uh, yeah, Stone was always uh, I remember most. Uh, think back in that year as uh, Almost Famous came out, and that's oh, still... I was wondering what you were going to bring up. I was a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could go anywhere. <laughs> She's like, I already feel a part of the show's going to get cut right here. <laughs> no, but I mean, Almost Famous was coming out, and, um, uh, you know, Kay Hudson's character yeah. uh, does that mm. part where she's always um, doing the spiel by the stewardess. Right. Now, uh, Stone did something similar, but it was with the Budweiser cans. She had the entire fucking thing memorized. You know the it, banner that goes across the top? Oh, yeah. yeah. It yeah. actually a, has real words. Yeah, yeah. And back, back in, <laughs> it's not in, just squiggle. <laughs> back in the 80s when I was on the road, that was a badge of honor mm. for uh, a lot of guys in bands. They, would, they knew it by heart. They knew the... This beer is brewed with or whatever the fuck it says. I don't know. I it don't says beer. this is the famous Budweiser beer. We know of no beer produced by any other brewery, which costs so much to brew and age. Our exclusive Beachwood Aging produces a taste, a smoothness, and a drinkability you will find in no other beer at any price. You hear that, Budweiser? <laughs> Fucking high. Yeah, do you hear that? Applause. Oh, yeah, yes. Jesus Applause, Christ. all you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what won you over. Yeah, well, you, you're it, like, I got to find out <laughs> more about this stone. <laughs> yeah, well, well as, as you know, um, we spent a good portion of our time during that first year at as many live shows as we could find. And most of the time it was local bands. And there was a group called Middle Ground that we were all very much, uh, you know, fans of. And she was pretty much uh, bringing up, you know, almost famous. A Band-Aid, shall we say, for that band. Not a groupie. A Band-Aid. We're here for the music mm-hmm. no, and the you. occasional blowjob. I know many, many Band-Aids, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> I've enjoyed the company of many Band-Aids. <laughs> I was also 18, 19 at the time, so I was, I was more like the legit band. I was very innocent. So were they, though. At so that yeah. time. Yeah, worked out. There you go. I remember that time. I, I call it my like collegiate era mm-hmm. when we were all ripping and just ripping and roaring down in South Georgia. 
where uh, Aron and I had to leave our big city life, yeah. go down to the country. But yeah. uh, but Stone, she she was born in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she hails from South Georgia. She, uh, she's up here visiting with us this weekend because we got a birthday boy in the house. Yeah, Arona, you're turning uh, what forty uh, nine. Next uh, Monday, go 63? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good with numbers. I'm terrible at it. Hey, That's why you're aging yourself at that point. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I'm terrible with numbers. That's why my friends call me whiskers, because I count like a cat. <laughs> I think that's how that goes. Wow. I'm also not good with sayings. <laughs> You'll figure that out. <laughs> so, yeah, happy early birthday, Arona. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, no, I'll be, uh, shit, I think it's 38. It's, I not, can count. it's not 38. No. And no. I know this. Oh, no, it's 39. I'm Is there a niner in there where you're in a walkie talkie? <laughs> niner. Uh, but, yeah, so Stone came up. Because we are gonna we're gonna do a couple things this weekend. Obviously, what we're doing right now. This is Friday. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, like October we, the sixteenth. Like we typically record Friday nights. Yeah. Uh, currently, the Braves are on the TV screen here in the studio with us as they are trying to win their final game before hopefully getting into the World Series uh, with a win tonight. That will happen. So you might hear an update here or there or an exuberant. Uh, squeal out of me, but bear with me. But after this, tomorrow, we're all going up to the North Georgia Mountains for a little Oktoberfest. We're going to hike a little. We're going to drink a little. We're going to eat a little. And then we're going to haul ass back home so I can watch my dogs play Doug's uh, um, elephants. <laughs> what the fuck is elephant? <laughs> elephants, that's it. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Al's, so, Al's coming out to play tomorrow. So we got a lot of big things going on this weekend in this region between birthdays and visitors and the Braves hopefully not doing the most Atlanta thing, and that is choking. <laughs> Please, dear God, we can't take any more of that bullshit. And, of course, Saban gets to COVID um, right at the opportune time. Yeah, on Tuesday. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. Wednesday, I yes. think. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It was midweek. Yeah, the, was, the plan was already implemented. They're going to be fine. It's going to be a non-issue. Everybody needs something to get excited about. Like 2020 isn't already fucking interesting enough. We got to. Oh my God, Saban's got non-symptomatic sniffles. It's like, yeah, fuck <laughs> off. You're not. You're not getting me, Alabama. I'm not getting all high and mighty thinking that anything is all of a sudden. Georgia's going to win 62 to four. Like, no, that ain't happening. Right. <laughs> <And not>, Georgia <laughs> could just as easily lose tomorrow as they could if Saban was on the sidelines. Well, and I do remember some, or, uh, this week somebody said, oh, now if you know UGA wins, it might have been you. Um, or that you it was probably me. If it's, if it's negative, it's, it's me. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> it, it was more or less just, you know, if UGA wins now, it's going to be like, oh, there's an asterisk. Uh, yeah. Asterisk because, you know, Saban wasn't on the field. I'm like, when are college football fans not bitching about something or making fun of something? It's no different if that shit wasn't happening in the first place. Well, they the, find a reason for it to not count. The difference in this case is that Saban has a 21 and 0 record anytime that he's going head to head against one of his former assistant coaches yeah. that have, that has then gone on to be a head coach at another school. And Kirby Smart, Georgia's head coach, is a part of that 21 uh, losses for us and 21 victories for him. So I think I was probably bringing up some something up where 
does that record still stand if Saban's not coaching in the game? Right. You know? And really, I don't give a flying shit um, about that. Obviously, yeah, I want my team to win just as bad as Doug wants his team to win tomorrow. But one thing Doug and I were talking about before we started recording tonight is, in all actuality, this game really doesn't matter at all. Yeah, it doesn't. Not even a little bit. Because we're in different divisions. Yes. And no matter what, we will Georgia, <laughs> yeah, more than likely. Yes, but no matter what happens tomorrow, Georgia still has to go beat Florida and South Carolina right. and Kentucky yep. and the rest yeah. of the teams on the East right. to get to the SEC championship. Tomorrow's game does nothing for or against that win or lose. I mean, yeah, sure, it's another SEC win, but when all your games are SEC, just as long as you beat everyone else, you can lose that game and still be totally fine right. and play again sure. in December. So originally when news broke that Saban had the the vid, I was like, just postpone the game till December. (laughs) (laughs) Just move on. Give us a bye. We'll just move on to the next team up. Um, We'll whoop their ass, and then uh, we'll see you guys in December. Like, There's not even really a reason to play in the regular season, uh, in my opinion, because there's nobody in the West that's going to touch Bama. LSU is a shell of its former self. The SEC... From now, well, it's probably going to be for the next six years, I would say at least easy, is going to be Alabama or Georgia. Yeah, I agree. For the next six years, it's going to be one of those two teams is going to be just dominating. Yeah. One mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, I agree. Like the year, like last year was an anomaly with LSU. Right. I mean, that was just like a perfect storm. All the right. pieces, all that. And whatever. you'll have that. You'll still yeah, have Florida those. will do that. Yeah, Tennessee yeah. will probably do yeah. that. Yeah. A&M might do that. Yeah, Who the fuck knows? But... It, as no matter as what, as far as consistently, one of those two teams is going to be yep. owning the SEC, yes. if not both at the same yep. time. And I think that's kind of where we're at now. I yeah. think that, I think enough games have been played where we kind of know what is left in the deck, right? And I think it's it comes down to Georgia and Bama. Uh, I just hope that no one gets hurt tomorrow because then that will fuck up the actual game that does matter right, in December. Right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, sports. I like them sometimes until they piss me off, <laughs> then I don't. But right now I do. <laughs> oh, uh, oh uh-huh. uh, one one final sports thing, and then we'll move on. But uh, my Falcons, my Falcons did it. <laughs> they they, yeah. they, they, they <laughs> finally did it. Yes, yes. they're zero and five on our way to a strong and mighty zero and sixteen. I have faith. <laughs> I want a perfect season. Don't fuck this up. Uh, they finally pulled the trigger. Arthur Blank did the unthinkable. I thought he was never ever going to well, do it. Well, the thinkable, but. I mean, well, the yeah. prayable. I've been praying for this shit for years. Yeah. 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 And the, he fired our head coach, Dan Quinn. But most importantly, most importantly, he fucking finally fired Thomas Dimitrov, who is our general, general manager, manager or whatever. Yeah. He was the guy that was responsible for choosing our draft picks for so many years that got us into salary cap hell. And also by drafting so many shit players that I don't even know how they figured out how to put on a jock strap because I don't think that they ever truly knew what the fuck football was. And uh, fuck him forever. He's never done anything good for me. And I hate that man. <laughs> Obviously, I don't really, I, I don't know him, but uh, I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> feel like this is like FBI, you know, uh, evidence for later. <laughs> just got to cover all the bases. Just got to cover all the bases. Oh, of course. Um, so good on you, Mr. Blank. Thank you for finally 
nutting up to do the thing that your fan base has been begging for for years. Uh, I'm not saying that we're going to be any good anytime soon, but at least we won't have to still deal with the same dumbass bullshit that we've been seeing ever since we got up 25 points to those goddamn Patriots. Oh, <laughs> bullshit. Don't worry. I'm totally over it. Oh, totally yeah, it sounds it. like it's it. not affecting me at all. Yeah. My life has been totally normal. You know, I, don't, I don't let sports <laughs> affect my life. What are you talking about? No, not at all. I only have three words for you. Fuck Tom Brady. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You're gonna get a general consensus. Uh, yeah. From everyone. No, we there. can all agree on on that in this room. It's kind of ironic though. You know, at dinner, Stone's like, "God, if y'all talk about sports, I'm gonna fall asleep on the podcast." I swear to God. No sports. <laughs> well, I thought about bringing something else to do while y'all were talking about sports. Yeah. Halloween's yeah. coming up, and I gotta work my cost. Well, let's talk about Halloween. <laughs> Look at yeah. That. yeah. Well, right. That's one of your favorites. My wife asked me if we were doing Halloween. I said, "Of course." She said, how are you going to do it? I said, well, if I have to, I will stand at the top of the porch and throw candy out. We'll get slingshots. It's fun for everybody. Just, just open your bag. I'll throw it to you, you know? Dude, we need to make like a spud gun, but like put Twix in there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I, look, Halloween is the shit. It's my favorite, favorite, favorite of all holidays. Always has been. Since mm. I was a little kid, you dress up. You fucking go out, you get candy. You know, I love giving candy to the kids. Dude, yeah. I am the house. I'm the house that every kid wants to come to for Halloween. You know oh, yeah. Man? I give the good shit. I, yeah. don't, I don't give them fucking candy corn and all that bullshit. Uh, none of that. All none the off-brand stuff. Yeah. All here's one stick of sucks. gum. No, nah, you, you're, you're getting <laughs> no, here's fucking, a fucking anvil. No, of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're getting baby roots and twigs and fucking. Yeah, you're getting candy bars if i go to a store dude i've done this many many times where they were out of the little candy bars mm -hmm. and i bought boxes of regular size candy bars <laughs> and yeah. give them to kids they're oh, like yeah. wow you know they're freaking <laughs> they totally flip out when they come to the door and there's a full fucking snickers bar i'm giving them you know they're and the like, funny thing the is, is there's i don't know about 10 steps to get up to where you're normally handing yeah. out the candy. Yes. The kids are freaking out. Yeah. They're in yeah. these long, awkward costumes. Yeah. And they're and usually they, tiny, yeah. tiny kids. And too, they man. almost all eat shit. Yeah. Because like, they're like, oh my God. And they're like, oh, dude, steps, steps. Yeah. <laughs> Don't die. Yeah, Jim, Jim, he does it with me. He's done it with me a couple years in a row now, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. He sits on my porch with me. We hand out candy to the kids. Yeah. But uh, I told my wife, if I have to, I'll throw it to them. And uh, Arona and I were talking about it the other day. I think you said something like, I, I, or was it you? I don't know. I Correct think so. Me we we were talking about Halloween. Were you sure. like, I don't think there's going to be anything. And I was like, I think it's going to be the biggest Halloween fucking ever because That's everybody's it. home. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, my wife, I'm not going to mention her name, but it's my wife. Anyway, she, uh, <laughs> she was saying, is it going to happen? And I was like, it's got to. Yeah. It's got to happen. Yeah. That's a kid's dream for the whole year. Getting a free bag of candy? Yeah. Are you kidding? And we're not in New York is, or New Jersey or yeah, Michigan yeah, where yeah. they're being total Nazis right. about everything. Right. It's like, no, it's Georgia. It's wide the fuck open. Like, yes, there's no, unless they've come up with something that I haven't heard, yeah. there's no <laughs> mandate against trick-or-treating this yeah. year. They're not calling for a virtual Thanksgiving. And the costumes now, dude, this is what's crazy. Now, the fucking masks are insane, dude. They, they, they yeah. got shit you can put on like in it. movie quality. Yeah, yeah, movie shit. I mean, it is. It's movie quality. So, Stone, what are you doing with your costume? Do you have it all planned out, or do you, are you making my, it? It's in my head. I'm making it. Um, normally, I work a haunted house on Halloween. Oh, hell yeah. For oh, In yeah. a neighbor, in, like, in a town close to me, because I didn't go up and down my neighborhood 
trick-or-treating trick when I was growing up because right. I lived in the country. We had no neighbors. Right. And um, so we always went to a different Sounds neighborhood. Like heaven. So I'm by. It, <laughs> right. it was. It is. It is heaven. Um, very much so. She's just a country girl. I ain't a little bit. Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but um, anyway, so my Halloween costume this year, uh, I'm going to uh, my favorite bar, and they're having a theme. It's a carnival type theme, and I wanted to do something. I'm not I'm not the slutty Halloween girl. I want to put something unique. I want to put like you can tell I thought, you know, I wasn't right, I didn't just go right. buy a costume. It didn't from come the out store. of the store. Right. There's no barcode yeah. on this. Yeah, like and if it's homemade, like that's it. That's what I'm doing. Right. So um And she was never gonna do something simple like the bearded, you know. No, like lady. the bearded lady or like <laughs> everybody's doing the ringmaster. And I'm like, everybody's doing that. Right. I know like, it's like because when I search for those types of costumes, that's what always shows up. Right. And three people who work there also told me they were already going over swing masters. So, <laughs> are you going to tell the other people that hey, that other person? Or are you just going to let? Yeah, it, yeah they let them. all know each other. We live in a small town. The only time they didn't know everybody was when I brought Arona. Oh, is this like, the red stag? That's the red stag, yeah. Like uh, I brought yeah. him, and everybody was so confused because I always go by myself. <laughs> no, I'm Who's this always, outlander? I'm always by myself. And so the fact that I show up with anybody, on top of that, a guy, they were like, who did Stone show up with? Who is that? <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. your life in danger? Is she <laughs> Do you need my assistance? <laughs> it didn't stop some people, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, and uh, what was her name? I brought her up a few episodes ago. That uh, you know, I don't know if we need to bring up her first name, but uh, the one that's like fifty-five, but oh, is yeah. like, oh my god, really? I would still tell you on? her nickname, but it's too much like her original name. There you go. Well, but anyways, it's Ange, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, was about to say, I don't know. I don't know how that our took uh, some prying. Yeah, Jesus. They'll let us pry it out of you. Yeah, I don't know how this show is playing in South Georgia in the rural market, but uh, oh got yeah, a, got a pretty good feeling she'll never hear this. Yeah, I don't think you have to worry yeah, about that. No, I, I don't, don't think, think she so. would care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually the only person that. Because I've mentioned the podcast a couple of times. There's only one person that actually said the name of it to. Only because I live in closed-minded hell. And of course. This is too out of the box for like right. 98% yeah. of the people yeah. I live near. Right. So I was like, i got to be careful about this. Because I mean, you know, I could tell like an abortion joke and they take it seriously. And I, you know, whatever. <laughs> but um, no, my boss, my actual, the, the guy who owns the building I work in. We were talking about it one day, and I kept referencing the podcast. He's like, what's the name? I might want to listen to it. And I'm sitting here going, oh he's a preacher in his off time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Here's the I name of the remember. podcast, and they're on these different apps that you can download. Go for it. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, you're going to hear a lot of things that uh, just give you the warm and fuzzies there, Father. Yeah. Yeah. Father. Here, father. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't want to ruin anybody's careers, uh, especially anybody coming onto the show. Like, yeah, I know yeah, mine's I know. in peril every time I get behind and, this mic. Yeah, I know. Oh, and yes, yeah. and, we, hey, we've had this discussion many times. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna say shit that we don't mean a lot of times. Yeah, but if we do say something that we do mean, and it sounds fucking harsh, just yeah, harsh or whatever, it's usually a joke. That's what people don't. We have a twisted sense of humor. Oh, yeah. yeah we, of all, all three of us do. I look at but, everything. And I'm sure she does. Yeah, too. I was about She's to say, all here. four of us yeah. at this point. We, so, we, have a, we have an odd sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> so we say things sometimes. I know I do. 
I know I've said some things that that were just they sound evil as hell, but yeah. it, it was meant to be funny, and sometimes nobody laughs, and I'm like, okay, so I just leave it, you know, I leave it, and uh, so that shit happens. But like I said, we've talked about what other people will think. I still got people I'm not telling about this. I do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's talking about you should see my list. I mean, really, you should you, you should see. I mean, really, you should see the list of people that I cannot at this time. Juncture. Yeah. yeah, at this time. Now, maybe if this thing starts doing something and we actually start making money off of it, then I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, you know. Sure. But right now. Everybody listening to us realize we are doing this at our own peril. Yeah. <laughs> everything we say, everything we say, yeah. there yeah. are <laughs> there are situations in all of our lives where <laughs> if the wrong person heard it, it would be devastating. Yeah. Yeah. Just a devastating thing. Yeah. So right for now sure. we're just so, uh, we're just doing it for funsies, right? you know? Yeah. We're just- and, and we're doing it for fun, and that's what makes the peril part of it so laughable like, yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. yeah it's like we're not making money off of what we're doing so we're not making up anything you know what i mean we're not we're not working it yeah uh, to make a living at it i'm not carrying this nobody's just, water this is just, exactly i'm we're saying not exactly anybody's water we're saying exactly what the fuck we want to say yeah. yeah and and like i said sometimes it comes off fucking crass or you know <laughs> yeah. a lot of times oh, it comes of course, off crass yeah. but i mean and and we say things that I, I know I do. Like I said, I say things that I really don't mean. But in the heat of a conversation, everybody always says things that they don't mean. And just because I say something that I didn't mean at the time I was talking about it, doesn't mean I'm going to cut it out of the podcast. No. I sure. mean, last week I talked about the Catholic Church paducan kids in the buttocks. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because just I thought like it was a I funny said. thing to say. It was, it was a funny hilarious. thing to say. Now, not everything is going to be a zinger. Not everything's yes. going to land, but I'm going to fucking try. Uh, and, yeah. and, and we should. Oh, of course. Yeah. Anything that comes in... <laughs> like I said, we've had this conversation, and, yeah. and there are things that would get all of us in hot water. Oh, every yeah. one of us. Yeah. So there's you know, a reason why I never use my first name on this thing. It's <laughs> a reason why we never use our last name. <laughs> you know, I mean, so it is what it is, and you can't please everybody. And if people don't realize by now that the person that you know, it doesn't matter who that person is. They have another side that you've never seen. Oh, yeah. And if people knew that more and accepted it more, then it really wouldn't matter. Yeah. But that's not the way the world's wound up. You no. know I mean? It's not wound that no. way. And that's why I say, you know, uh, just don't be a, I think I said this last week, a sanctimonious asshole. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of people try to project the 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 most perfect version of themselves out into the world because they're too afraid of getting judged. And and, ha- and 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 out of that, they create false enemies out right. there in the world that they think that they always have to be ready and on the defensive for. Right. And I just don't give a shit. And, uh, and it, 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 it it requires too much work to uphold that falsehood that you're trying to not be because you're afraid that it might come across in a just way- like commenting on something on Facebook. Yeah. That's the way. I, there's so much shit that friends of mine put on facebook i'm like that's bullshit yeah but i don't say i don't type that that's bullshit you know i don't do that you're full of shit larry yeah yeah and you you fucking know it and and, yeah you fucking know it i'm sure it happens to everybody in this room 
Uh, yeah. and, and and everybody that's on Facebook, I'm sure it happens to you. I'm sure your friends post shit that sometimes you think is the dumbest shit. What the fuck are you posting this for? Yeah. And but you don't type. What the fuck is that? You know, I mean. Are you an idiot? You Get your head that. out of your ass, Harold. <laughs> you don't do that to your friends. Yeah. That's just the, that's but the, at the same darker time, side. You but know? at it's the same time, part. when you get together with friends and you're just shooting the shit, yes. like around a campfire yeah. or girls have girls nights and you're saying some of the most crash shit about your boyfriend or husband's <laughs> dick or the way yeah, he doesn't yeah, get right. you off or whatever, you would never want that out there in public. Right. We yeah. just don't give a fuck. No, we're, I know. We're yeah. throwing it out yeah, there we in public. Yeah. yeah. And then it's up. To you if you want to digest it or whatever. So come along with the ride. And, yeah. and if you're Hunter Biden and you got a picture on the internet of you <laughs> asleep with a crack pipe in your mouth, hey, I don't care about that. No, no. no. I, I think it's a funny picture. Oh, I think I it's mean, hilarious. Yeah, this whole I thing. Do too. Now, first of all. I mean, which one of us does not have that picture? Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, mean, I have pictures of me as a two and three year old with beer and cigarettes. There you go. In my hand, up to my mouth. Yeah. Like, you should run for public office. You, You'll probably yes, do well. You should be a and, senator. And a picture with a weapon that shall remain nameless because it's illegal. <laughs> that's good parenting, people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's parenting in South Georgia. Now, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people are saying, "Oh, this whole Hunter Biden." And we're, we'll get into it. I'll read the story here in a minute. But it's not like people don't know what the fuck we're talking about. If you're listening to us, you probably already know. And how we're going. we got to passing out candy to kids to this? I don't know. I just, I'll have no. to listen back to it to hear it. It's the strange ties <laughs> it, that bind us all together, Doug. I know. I, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened there. But a lot of people are calling fake, like, oh, this is all a hoax or whatever. And I, the only thing that I can think of that, that would give it any credence is, is it possible to pass out with a crack pipe in your mouth? That seems almost like oxymoronish. This this is what I think's going on. Yes, I just made up another word. Yes, Welcome. This is what I think's going on with this with this whole thing. I think a computer that he had mm -hmm. got hacked. And I think when they hacked that computer, someone loaded this shit onto that laptop. Now, I'm going to tell you why I believe this because of this story. Supposedly, this is what happened. A laptop was taken by an unidentified person an to aid. a repair shop in Delaware. Yeah. Right. Hey, okay. An unidentified in, person now. We're in, in Delaware. Yes. In yeah. Delaware. So... This unidentified person who the guy can't identify takes the laptop in. The laptop has a Bo Biden sticker on it for yep. Bo, Bo Biden's, Biden's foundation. foundation. Yep. Yes. And the Bo Biden Foundation has like 15,000 people that work for it. I'm sure that sticker's on a shitload of laptops out there. Yeah. So supposedly off of that one little sticker, he said, this must belong to one of the Bidens. And... He gets on this laptop and finds this hard drive. Now, supposedly, the shop owner makes a copy of the hard drive and keeps it for himself. And then he calls the FBI. Okay. Now, this is where the story gets crazy. He tells the FBI that there was a 12-minute video on it, that he had found pictures of Hunter Biden, and that that's why he got in touch with the FBI. Yeah. Okay. The FBI says, now, this is, it's all out there. Everybody mm -hmm. look at this. The FBI contacted him. He didn't contact the FBI. The FBI contacted him the because they knew man. about the laptop. Yes. Okay. Be and they had been tracing the numbers on the laptop. Right? Now, this is what makes this story so fucking weird. If they had been tracing a laptop 
at the numbers on a laptop and it shows up at this repair shop. Now, I don't know of any repair shop, I've never heard of this, that sends the number of your laptop to to a government service. I've never heard of that to check the laptop out. It's called you know the what I'm NSA. Saying? Yeah, well, I'm just, no, yes, whatever. It's whatever. all that non above board. So, so stuff. if you go to, t- if you take your laptop in to have it repaired, mm-hmm. they're not going to run the fucking serial numbers on your laptop through some agency to see if your laptop, they're, they're not going to do that. That's not going to happen. Sure. So if this is true, if the FBI was tracking a laptop, for one thing, how did they know the laptop landed at this place? Unless. Somebody was surveilling the person that dropped off the laptop. Mm-hmm. This is this is my theory with this whole thing. I like it. I think this is a big fucking. It's a setup, is what it is. I think it's a setup. I think someone hacked into Hunter Biden's computer mm-hmm. and actually got all the information, put it onto this laptop, took it to this shop, uh, supposedly to get it fixed or whatever. And it was a dummy laptop. It, right. In yeah. hopes in hopes that it would get found. Get found. And then and shared and spread. Yeah. And the FBI so that's the only way the FBI would know where that laptop landed. You understand what I'm saying? Is if they were surveilling the person that took the laptop to the repair shop. That's one way. That's 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 the only way I can think of. Well, I there's, mean, there's another way. No, well, I'm not and, su- well, no, and I'm gonna Okay. This is ahead. where I'm coming in. All right, go ahead. If you are connected in uh, close proximity to people of importance in the government, the FBI already kind of has you under their watch. Right. Uh, for example, not to get into too many details, but uh, federal agents would have to go question family members of mine who are in very close proximity to other federal agents right. in my family right, and interview them to make sure that nothing was getting... Uh, said of any classified nature, right? So that that person could retain their classified status. Status, right? Right. And that's just on a very low level. We're not talking about relate relation yeah. to a vice president right. who has international ties. So for me, for the FBI to already kind of be aware of some of this stuff, that it's not surprising to me. But it's only because I've experienced some shit that would seem pretty fucking bizarre if it wasn't on the front page of New York Times or New York Post or whatever. So for the FBI to know about this isn't that that doesn't draw too many red flags to me. I think what draws the red flags is that this all seems almost too convenient. Yes, at this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, at this time makes uh, all the sense in the world. Well, yeah. This is their October surprise right, because right. the information landed on Rudy Giuliani's desk right. and he held on to yes. it for nine, ten months. And so they've they've been sitting on this, waiting until it gets close enough to the election for it to try and draw some attention right. um, in their favor is what they're betting. Now, the... Unintended consequence of this, which I think that they're not playing, they're 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 playing off the idea that this isn't going to make the Trump campaign look shady because they're using Rudy as the surrogate, right? And so therefore, Trump didn't pull any of the strings or 
Junior didn't have anything to do with this, but you know it's all oh yeah no collaborated it's, no, yeah. it's all collaborated yeah. yeah and and none of this is by happenstance yeah no. no this is all directed and levers are being pulled and people are all aware of it it's no different by the way than all the shady shit that was happening in 2016 right with Hillary Hillary's and the DNC emails. and yeah. the emails yeah. and all that shit yes. and information's coming out yes. about that now Same declassifications thing. of John Brennan's handwritten notes saying basically let's let's kick off this russia gate right. thing to draw attention away from hillary's emails because if you looked at hillary's emails it would prove it, it's documentation of how she stole the election away from bernie right? yeah and, so, and and then that's where all of this got kicked off was four fucking yeah. years ago yeah yeah and we all had to get dragged through this russia gate bullshit and see i feel like politics in this day and age is becoming kind of like when wrestling Everybody was becoming fully aware that it was fake. Right. It's pretty much how everything is with politics now, where it's like they're not even trying to hide the fact that they're, you know, pushing a narrative. And what happened in wrestling once that that great veil got lifted, everyone turned heel. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening in politics. Everybody's exactly. a heel. There's no such thing as a good guy. Uh, and, you know, it, but they're. Not that there ever has been such thing as a good guy in Washington, <laughs> but now that veil has been totally lifted, right. and now they're just dancing in the sun. Right. Yeah. You know, everything's fully exposed, and they just don't give a shit. They're like, yeah, we're crooked. Yeah, we're twisted. But what that you guy, do about it? But that guy's more crooked and twisted yeah. right now than I am. Yeah, and what you going to do about it anyway? Exactly. I'm you, in the club. You still got to choose Fuck for you. just the two of us, <laughs> because we're not going to allow anybody else to this dance. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, but here's the thing. Like, with the people... This is how you can tell what side you're on, is if, is if you're sitting there going, I think all this is totally fine. I, I look at how bad Hunter is. He he's a drug addict. Look, <laughs> Joe Biden's a terrible parent. How do you think he can be the dad of America? That's it's like if that's kid. your take, please don't vote. Yeah, please. yeah, yeah. Just stay the fuck home and spend more time <laughs> on the fucking internet and look at more shit that doesn't matter and will never affect your life. Please just stay. Stay in that lane. More people should do this. Don't interact with the outside world. You're you're a danger to yourself and everyone that you come in contact with. Listen so to this dumb. man, people. Listen to this man. Now, the other people that are coming out <laughs> saying it's a breach of privacy. They should have never, you know, like the tech companies, Twitter, Google, yeah. Facebook, they're all they're like, fuck you. They're, all, they're not allowing you to yeah. post it. And that's fine. I just, the people that are getting pissed off at that, hey, fuck you too. Yeah, that's their pro- that's their yeah. platform. They can do whatever the fuck yes. they want. I don't care if they're censoring it. You know why? Because there's a thing called the internet. You can yeah. still fucking find it. But anyway, the people that are saying that this is hacked, therefore that's why it shouldn't be shared. All this other stuff. Where the fuck were you when you were sharing Trump's hacked or you know stolen or whatever tax returns or anything? That ever came up from you, uh, unanimous, unanimous, anonymous, <laughs> anonymous. sources, <laughs> where, <laughs> where it couldn't be corroborated. Unanimous, man. Unanimous. Unanimously anonymous. Yeah, everybody's all in. But where were you when those reports were coming out that could not be, you know, it was just happenstance or it was, you know, hacked financial information? You didn't seem to mind that. And then on top of that, let's kick it back a few more years. Where were you on the Edward Snowden thing? I bet you were a big fan of the work he was doing. What is the fucking difference between Edward Snowden, I never thought I'd say this sentence, and Rudy Giuliani in this scenario? 
<laughs> that is Holy a crazy shit. sentence. Yeah, yeah, that is. That's a crazy but think, sentence. But, think but yes, it. that's true. That's, that's, that's a real 2020 you, sentence you right there. Yeah, information right? <laughs> that was not, not for public your, consumption. Yes. You held on to it. Yes. And then you released it to the media. Yes. Same What's shit. the difference? It's the same shit. Yeah, so no, if you're going to pull for one, don't be a hypocrite. And 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 you know lambast the the other right. Well, not to mention, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I thought that there was an aspect of this story um, where the computer, though it was in the possession of a repair shop, nobody came to pick it up. Right. Therefore, it became their possession. Right. After a certain Supposedly. period of time. Yeah. Supposedly, that's nobody the, came to claim it. That's the and that's another thing that would never happen if it was Hunter Biden took a laptop in. They're they're basically setting this up that this is the way it went down hunter biden's laptop freaked out because he was all fucked up on crack yeah. he took it to the repair shop and Fix he forgot it. to go get it yeah. and, and it and it conveniently has a 12 minute porno video of him smoking crack and fucking some you know crack whore it'd be hilarious and, if the actual p-tape is him and, it, and ukraine yeah, yeah yeah and that's where they got yeah. the idea but what i'm saying is that's what makes me especially the video the video that video alone yeah just fires off an alarm in my head that somebody hacked his shit and pulled that off. Well, there's, you know, there's, there's no doubt that all of this he, is under the bar yeah, of reasonable, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. you know, of shit. You're right. Well, None it, of this makes any, yes, this shit doesn't just happen. And and it's, yeah. and it's so Trump, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's got that whole little hint of, yeah, yeah, but, what the fuck, man? You can't even get this right, you know? You can't even get this part of it right. You yeah. can't get this part. It is. It really, if you no, look at it, it is so Trump. But that's, you know, still in some nature, uh, support to your thought on the whole thing. Because, I mean, it, it's not beyond the, you know, usual thought process to think someone just goes, oh, yeah, no, this is Hunter Biden's, Biden's computer. Yeah. I'm just going to drop it off and never fucking pick it yeah, up again. That, that would never happen. That would yeah. never happen. So, I mean, it sounds like it was a plant Especially from the beginning. since he was under investigation. You know, dude, he's, he's been under Hunter Biden. Hunter fucking Hunter Biden <laughs> has been under the fucking microscope his whole life for no. But I'm talking about seriously oh, under yeah, it yeah. for a year and a half now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. seriously under the microscope. Well, and, since the impe- impeachment trial, right. for sure. Yeah, well, well, and not only that, but before yeah. it, before Biden even announced he was going to run for president, Trump, out of all the people that could run against him, the person that he feared the most was Biden. That's a straight up fact. He has actually said that to people. The person that he least wanted to run against was Biden because he thought he always thought that uh, since Bernie didn't get didn't get it in 2016, which uh, that Bernie would never run again, and he's right. Bernie will never run again. Bernie yeah. will never run for president again. For one thing, he's too old. But, well, yeah, uh, now in 2020, right, yeah. right. That, but that's what I'm saying. So it was a, it was a calculation Trump made. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that if he can take Bernie down or or Hillary or whatever the fuck, his next biggest obstacle is Biden. It was, it's an obvious thing, you know, cause he was the vice president under Obama. So he would, after Hillary, he's the most logical one to step in and he wasn't even going to run until 
or Charlottesville or whatever. Well, when, that's, when that's that, what he's claiming. That's well, all yeah. bullshit. And it could, he, be, he, it could be. It might not he, be. You never know. Uh, he was going to run no matter fucking what because he was the thing that could get the DNC fully backing yes, him. Yes, And is. they needed... The DNC needed Biden yes. to fight off Bernie, to make it look plausible enough that this guy could get that amount of support so that Bernie couldn't have a spot at that table. Right. Because Bernie... In all actuality, fuck whatever Trump says, Bernie is his biggest uh, obstacle, nemesis, whatever, because they're both populists. Right. You can't can't navigate populist candidates like you can a dyed-in-the-wool party guy like Biden is, like Hillary was, because they they were the party. When he opened up the the first debate and said, I am the Democratic Party, he wasn't lying. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. So they had to get Bernie the fuck out of there and and, and to to plop up dead ass old Biden to to just be the puppet for them but yeah. I don't know this whole thing reeks of absolute shit the 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 whole thing about all this is I don't give two flying fucks about the pictures with the crack pipe with this potential video anything about Hunter's personal dealings I don't care. Right. I none of that matters. The only thing out of this, and this is why I think that it like you said, it does have Trump written all over it. Yeah. Because they overshot their wad. Right. They didn't need any of that. The only thing of importance out of all this were the emails. Emails. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing because that is everything. Yep. Everything else beyond those emails don't fucking matter. Because the emails that came out in this found laptop implicate Biden. In everything that's come up, yeah, the Ukraine shit, all of that, in China, because because what it does is it establishes a timeline that Hunter introduced Biden to the head of Burisma, right? So that then they could have the conversation where the head of Burisma is asking our vice president to have some pressure with the Ukrainian government to get the head investigator. Uh, fired because they were, he was coming down on Burisma. Right. And they didn't want that shade. They didn't want that negative heat. And that's where the video, the famous video comes out where Biden is right. on fucking camera yeah. saying, I withheld a billion dollars from Ukraine until they fired this guy. And wouldn't you know it, son of a bitch, six hours later, they fired him. So we gave him money. Now, if that ain't a quid pro quo Again, everything that they have accused up until this point from 2016 uh, to try to go after Trump are things that they have actually fucking done. And the emails... Now, this doesn't sink... You know, th- this doesn't make Trump an you know, a, a saint. A saint, yes. You know, he's still guilty of all kinds can. of horrible shit. But oh, yeah. the things that they go after him on are all shit that they themselves have done, but three times worse. Right. So this is where you you end up just getting blackpilled on the whole thing, and that's when you that's when I say the veil has been lifted, and they're all playing heel. Yeah, they're all the bad guy, and there ain't a good one in the bunch. Not at all. I totally freaking agree with that. I mean, I can't remember a time before. Pretty much, I mean, Obama would have been the last time. Uh, that I actually sat there and go, I am inspired by something that this politician's saying. That it's not completely, fuck this guy, vote for me because he's a dick. It's like, you know, that's everything now. 
It's not, I'm not going to run on my virtues. I'm not going to run on such and such a thing I'm going to do. It's fuck that guy. I'm cool. That's it. That's all anybody's running on anymore. Well, it worked for Trump. Yeah. Well, because I think so, that's that, I think that's kind of where we're at as a population at this point is we don't we don't want to be bullshitted. I don't want the flowery speech style of Obama while he's locking kids up in cages and dropping more bombs sure. than any other president. And but everybody's just we're, we're supposed to love this man because he speaks eloquently. Like, I, cut the cut the shit. We're adults here. Stop lying. And. uh if they were actually open, and, and we've said this before, if they were actually open and honest with the American public, their great trick would be over. Yes. And we would all understand how unnecessary, uh, not only unnecessary and not needed politicians are, but that they only exist to make everything worse. Yes. And that's where I get to the black pilling, where everybody just goes, well, then what's the point? And they're only supposed to exist constitutionally. To protect the people of the U.S., you know, I mean that's that's their whole that's their whole thing. Yeah, is, is it's not a yeah all the shit that comes along with it. Yeah, is not even supposed to be there, really. You know, no. Um, so the great irony is they spend ninety nine percent of their time protecting themselves with our money. Of, yeah, <laughs> with, with our yeah. money and and uh you know and a few fucking kickbacks from corporate entities. Whoever the fuck they are, and then spending uh, billions and billions of dollars every election cycle, and it's and it's just fucking disgusting. And in conjunction with that, you have the media running, you know, out in front doing damage control, setting setting this whole thing in motion. They're the storyteller. Yeah, the, they're yeah. the one turning the pages, going, "Look at this. Yeah. Look at this. This yep. is this is how you should think about and, what I'm showing and you people here." People eat it up like and, candy. And yeah. I gotta give credit. I gotta, I gotta try to stay honest here. I gotta give credit to CNN. This past week or the past two weeks, two times. Yes, I, I, I wish it was all the time, but I found, <laughs> I found two times. <laughs> some examples I'm about to play here in a minute where there was actual calling out of bullshit towards Democrats from CNN. Two different CNN. Uh, and one of Entities. them was who? <laughs> Wolf Blitzer. The, and 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 what did I say in the last podcast? Well, you were all on him saying that he's impartial, and that's that's still bullshit. Yeah, because there's plenty of times I can pull. I, there's way more than the one example of Wolf I can pull up where he's he's carrying the water and toting the bag for him too. And uh, so I no, I, don't take don't get this twisted. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to find two examples out of, I don't know, total up the number of hours that those talking heads are on TV out of a week. I found two, I'm going to, a grand total of about three minutes worth <laughs> of actual not bullshit. And it's enough to fucking, you know, matter though. It's it enough is. to get attention. Yeah. And it needs to get highlighted because they're, it's just, it's lazy. And it's too easy to just say everyone's full of shit at all times. And, it's and like, that's just it's, the way it is. It's the same way when Fox calls out Trump. Same shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When Tucker calls out the right, you know, the Republicans or whatever being like, hey, why the fuck aren't you guys actually getting in there and getting shit done? Right. It's like, thank you. That's all. I'm not asking you to say everything that I would want to say. Right, right. That would be ridiculous and you would get fired. 
But just, I don't know, show us a little bit that you're not just complete toadies for this whole fucking operation that's yeah, going on. Yeah. So the first one uh, was from uh, about a week and a half ago. It's Jake Tapper, and he is, I guess, interviewing, if you want to call it interviewing, uh, the head of the Biden campaign. And if you remember in the first presidential debate, and since then, the big question that people, and I, I do got to give the journalist credit, you know, th- they can see the blatant bullshit, and they're actually pushing him on it, is answer the question about, are you going to pack the court? Right. Which sure. that means packing the Supreme Court means right now there's nine justices. Yes. There's nothing constitutionally that says the number of justices that can or should be on the Supreme Court. It's up to no. whatever they want it to be. Yeah, it could be 20,000. 20, 20, yeah. it, it could be as many as they want. Correct. So right now there's nine. It's, there's been nine for 150 years or whatever. Yeah. So that's just our, what we're used to. And right now it's overwhelmingly Republican. If Biden gets voted in, the question is, are you going to just say, fine, fuck it, now there's 25 justices and I'm going to appoint them all, right. which is literally taking over the court. Yeah, and it's a legitimate concern. So that's been a question. I, I'm setting all this up so that this video that I'm about to play has some level of fucking sense being made because it. the example is that a CNN personality actually pushes back on a, uh, <laughs> on a Democrat speaking point. And this is about two and a half minutes. I don't know if I'll play the whole thing. I'll stop it when it stops making sense. But, uh, yeah, give it a listen. So, Kate, Vice President Biden yesterday again refused to say where he stands on this question of adding justices to the Supreme Court. I want to play what he said. It's not constitutional what they're doing. We should be focused on what's happening right now. This court is being packed now by the Republicans. After the vote has already begun, I'm going to stay focused on it so we don't take the eyes off the ball here. I want to get to the idea of adding justices to the court in a second, but he said it's not constitutional what they're doing. How is it not constitutional what they're doing? His point is that the people have an opportunity to weigh in on this constitutional process through their vote. And we are now in the midst of the election. Millions of people have already cast their votes. And you see that the vast majority of people say that they want the person who wins the election on November 3rd to nominate the justice. That's to a take poll. This That's seat. not the Constitution. So by, by trying to, by trying to, that, that is their, their, there's the constitutional process of advising consent. The American people get to have their say by voting for president, by voting for senators. We are now 23 days from the election. Right, but it's not Again, unconstitutional. Millions of millions of votes, millions of votes. They're being voters are being denied their constitutional right to have a say in this process. They when elected the Republicans the Senate. are trying to ram through, are trying to ram through a, a nominee who, by the way, is going to change the makeup of the court. And we see time and time again, poll after poll shows that most Americans vehemently disagree with this. They again, believe again, Kate, that's that a the poll. vote should happen on November 3rd. That's not what the word constitutional that is means. Cons- that constitutional is the- doesn't mean I like it, it or I don't like it. It means it's according <laughs> to the U.S. Constitution. There's nothing unconstitutional about what the U.S. Senate is doing. And he's absolutely right. There's yeah, nothing yeah. unconstitutional about yeah, it. So that was Jake Tapper interviewing Kate Bedingfield, who is the, uh, uh, the Kate uh, campaign manager for Biden. And it was nice to see where there was some pushback because for so long, I mean, the examples are almost infinite at this point where it's, it goes against 
what their almost what their job description is is to play opposition to that side of the aisle. This is the thing I think you're going to see, especially when it comes to constitutional issues. Yeah, there is so much shit constitutionally against Donald Trump right now that if they don't call out their own side on it, they're going to be looked at as more stoolies than they already are. You know, I mean, you look at Trump, the emoluments clause, the fucking separation of the branches of power. There's some serious shit in the Constitution that Trump is fucking trampling on. Well, yeah. I mean, that's fucking the, trampling That's the on. norm in D.C. They've been trampling on the Constitution no, for 100 no, years. I, I, no, I understand that. But what I'm saying is he's doing it in an obvious way. Yeah, I was about to and, say he's louder than yeah, anybody yeah, else yeah, that's he's ever lot, been in he's, there. he's doing it in a more obvious way. And all CNN is doing is being consistent on their argument about the Constitution because they're calling out their own side now when their own side says something that's not in the Constitution. They're just setting it up I'm so saying? they can have credibility when they go after Trump and, for it. And, Which yeah, is fine. Yeah, basically. And, it, would be, and, it would be real fucking nice if that was the norm, yeah, though. I know. I know. I understand. <laughs> so, so when I find situations like this, I want to highlight it because right. it's like, holy shit, something good seemingly happened. Yes. Sure. Yeah, here's a beacon of light in a very dark room. I myself... Uh, like the next example. That oh you have. yeah, yeah, me well, too. That's, uh, well, so there's a couple of couple of things real quick. I, I wanted to stay on this quickly when we're talking about constitutionality and right, all this right, other right. stuff and what they're talking about with packing the court. Yes, is what's been going on, especially this week, has been the confirmation hearings for Amy Coney Barrett, mm-hmm. who will be confirmed. She yeah, will be yeah the, the next justice. Twenty third, isn't it? They just they just had October? their last day of hearings or whatever today. There's nothing that was said found or determined over this past week that will prevent that confirmation from going forward sure she is rock fucking solid from going forward yeah and from her getting passed like she'll she'll get that spot it's this was all a a horse and pony show i don't think it's as easy as you think i'm just going to disagree with it with you there for one thing if they do this on october the 23rd which is when they're supposed to do the vote the election's november uh, this is, I mean, this is like a week before the election, you know? Yeah. So I think that Republicans that are running for office, they're in fucking close ass races. Uh, dude, don't be shocked if Lindsey fucking Graham votes against it. Don't be shocked if that happens because Lindsey Graham, if he keeps going the way he's going right now, he's going to lose. He's not going to be the senator from South Carolina anymore. Yeah, but he's not going to hold his seat. But he's not going to hold a seat from voting against this last second right before the... But what I'm saying is, don't be surprised if somebody like that does. You know, somebody that's in a close race, just like he is. I'll be honest, I'll be surprised as shit, because I think that it's on both sides. I think even deep down, the Democrats know, this chick's rock fucking solid. There's no, there's really no bearing for not confirming it. Right. So I think I think that her confirmation is going to happen regardless of who votes yay or nay. I think it's a it's a done deal, and it's because if anybody was watching the hearings, which yes, of course, it's probably the most boring part of politics to ever fucking watch. I watched watch. almost every minute of it. She had the best answer for everything. For everything, yeah, she did, and she was ready without any. Hemming and hawing, hesitation, stuttering. I mean, it was 
I don't know anything that came out of this that would lead anyone to think that it would be a questionable candidate right. for that position. But it's pure politics. Right? And I understand that. It's, it is. But it is the, I think the nation saw what who this person is, and the only way that you could even fear up any negative attention against her is just to fearmonger the fuck out of right. people thinking that she's going to go in there and immediately make abortion federally illegal. Which, even if that fucking happens, calm down, everybody. Because it's just going to fall back down to the states, and then the states are going to decide. Right. Which, to me, is how it fucking should be anyway. The, the Supreme Court shouldn't be this big, almighty, powerful, you know, everything that we ever say is now the law of the fucking land, and everybody has to live under it. Fuck that. That's not what this thing is supposed to be intended to be anyway. Well, I think that's one of the things I most appreciated about, uh, you know, some of the things that she was asked about. And uh, she very much said, it's not really our responsibility to um you know judge too much on what or to prevent people from doing certain things or whatever we're not here to um do that and it's i don't think that that should actually be the function of our court so i mean i'm butchering what she said but it was very much a, a you know a quote where she's saying we're kind of not as big as everyone tries to make us out to be. Or at least we shouldn't be. No. And, that, and that's why she, the the thing that came out of that is that she's an originalist. Right. Which sure. apparently terrifies people because they're like, well, doesn't an originalist mean that only the Constitution should be held by the letter of uh, each word? And, and at that time, you know, women couldn't vote and blacks were slaves and that was all okay and legal it's like no 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 you fucking dipshits there's a thing called the bill of rights and all the other amendments that's also being an originalist too right. you 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 read it for the intention that it was meant at the time that it was fucking written right and yeah. you just carry it forward right it's not that fucking hard and now the reason why this is so difficult to understand is because we spent the last hundred years totally shitting on um, the fucking constitution and amending, and amending it the, and we don't even amend it anymore. Yeah, I know. We I just know. we just yeah. interpret in it. There. Yeah, we interpret it to the way that we want it to sound. Like the Bible, people look at the Constitution just like they do the Bible. You know, there's there's words in the Bible that one person will read and it'll say, "God's telling me I can kill somebody and get away with it," or and somebody else read the same verse and, "Well, God's telling me that killing the fellow man is not the right way." Or what? It's whatever. bad. You know, it's there's, bad. It's there's, bad. I'm Yeah. There's a. There's a. You can. <laughs> When you when you stone, take, stone in your wife's band when you take yeah, 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 yeah. when you take any writings that are as vague as the Bible and the Constitution they are generally vague yeah. if you read them you can interpret it to mean many 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 different things that's why you can take the one Bible and get all the fucking denominations <laughs> that you get out of it yeah. you know and they all believe something different hey man i think we should shake snakes at each other <laughs> yeah, and see what the yeah, fuck happens yeah let's see what happens if we if we put five of them on your how you i don't know i think we should wear magic underwear yeah. and jesus came from america there you go yeah yeah i mean so yeah open for interpretation is a dangerous fucking thing and i have a question for you cuz uh, no no and this is a, <laughs> this is a serious question what do you think about abortion? Not to put her on the spot. No, no. Look, this is the reason I say this. I don't think, this is me personally, I don't think any man in law, in any situation, should have any say on abortion. I don't, I don't believe that. 
I believe it's all up to all the women, all the women of the world, yeah, whether they want it or they don't want it. That's why I ask. It's funny that you ask this because this topic has been on my mind a lot this week. I have a more liberal view on abortion. Most people are like, oh, no, it's a life, whatever. I majored in biology in college. I have a very scientific look at things. Right. So what I see is a planet already overpopulated by humans. We we spay and neuter cats and dogs to control their population. Yep. Sometimes I really think there are situations where people need to be spayed and neutered. So you took the class with Dr. Bill Burr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I realize when they say, or this is what I would think. People are always worried about when they say late-term abortions, okay? And late-term abortions are bad no matter what. Nobody should ever have to do them because that's somebody shitting on a life after they've let it grow that long. Right. I don't believe that. If someone wants to get an abortion because they don't care about being pregnant, they're going to get that done right away. Right. They're not going to sit there and let it cook for seven and eight months because... Yeah, pull the fucking trigger. I mean, why hesitate? That's exactly what I'm saying. But I mean, people who look at abortion as birth control are people who are going to get that abortion as soon as they find out they're pregnant. People who are getting late-term abortions are women who are faced with a decision that is extremely difficult, and I hope I never have to make, whether my life or my child's life is more important. Right. Yeah. And is it worth it for the child to have to wait and be born and try to live a semblance of a life when it's not possible? I got another question for you. We've actually discussed it. I don't know how many podcasts have you listened to all the podcasts? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, did you listen to the one where I was saying... It should be illegal for any girl under 18 to have a kid. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Uh, I, I agree because I know who I was from the time I became mature, sexually mature, and 18. Right. I was fucking stupid. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Yeah. I was uh, fucking stupid 10 years after that. Almost, right. Please, please enter this into the record for the court. Uh, she was legally fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like I look at things that I thought of when I was a teenager. I was as a teenager, I was a good Catholic or whatever that means. Right. And my I thought was because we're all thinking about it, even though like me and my friends, we weren't sexually active, but you're you know, you're kinda of presented with this option at school, like, hey But you know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I always thought, well, even though I'm not sexually active, if I were to have a kid, I would adopt it out. Right. Because yeah. even though I don't want it, then somebody else may want it. Right. You know, give this somebody an opportunity who can't right. have their own children. And I agree with that completely. But wait. There's yeah. more. My There's father more. turns to me and says, fuck no, you're getting an abortion. <laughs> I'm serious. He's like, All no, right. you don't. Because cause as, as an adult, he realized I didn't know what the hell I was right. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now at that age, well, not quite that age, but older, I'm like, no, yeah, that's exactly what I would do. Right. If I knew that's what I didn't want, I would totally do and, that. And I really, in my heart, <laughs> I believe that that would take care of so many fucking problems that we have. You know what's country. ridiculous on a, on a similar note? Uh, okay, I'm 38. I am single. I have never been married. I do not have children. For that reason, my doctor won't let me get sterilized. Wait, what? 
I'm serious. I wanted to have a partial hysterectomy. Yeah. Because I don't want to have children. Right. At this age in my life, I don't want to be in my 40s having a child, right. having a 50-50 decision mm-hmm. on where it's going to come out with Down syndrome or be a genius. Now, is that just your doctor or is that a... No, that's a general thing. If you if you are are single, because you might you could change your mind if you got married. If you've never had kids, then you don't get to make that decision. But what if, what if you wanted to tra- transition to be a man and they had to remove all that? Are are they not saying at that point you might change your mind? This it's this an excellent question. This is and look, they're letting people do that younger well, and younger. What's, yeah. what's yeah. the difference between that and getting your tubes tied? I mean, isn't Hey man, they you can tie not, you can untie not. My thing was, well, see, I don't want just my tubes tied. Well, no, I I hear you. I'm just yeah. saying, what's the what's the difference here? But t- tubal ligation is potentially oh, reversible. reversible. Yeah. It's extremely d- more difficult than a vasectomy, but it is potentially reversible. What I want is permanent. Yeah, she yeah. wants to empty the garage, man. You can't put that car back in there. That's right. Well. Mm-hmm. Well, the car can technically still go back in the garage. It just ain't got no gas in it. That's, yeah, there's that's no, right. Yeah. yeah, there's no power in the garage. Yeah. I got you. So. Yeah. I got you. And we like we like Mack trucks. We don't like eco-friendly well, cars. Well, hey, I, I heard just, Cardi B say the same thing. You can't yeah. plug your Prius in in the garage. No. That's, 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 <laughs> I, I learned from the great Dr. Uh, B uh, that, yeah, she wants that big Mack truck down in her little tiny garage. That's just questions that I... I mean... For, you can't ask us because yeah, we're yeah. just yeah. dummies. Yeah, I can't ask yeah. these guys. And, and we don't have a whole lot of <laughs> women come on here, you know? I don't You're our first why. female yeah. guest. And uh, to me, it's just common sense. Okay, say you have any girl that's 18 years or younger that gets pregnant should immediately be given the morning after pill. Immediately. After she has sex... She should be able to go to the pharmacy and get that pill yeah. for free. Mm-hmm. For free. They mm-hmm. said, give her that pill. Here, take this. Don't do the shit again. You know? And if you do, come get another pill. That should be the law. Yeah. And this is this ain't a race thing. It's black girls, white girls, you Hispanic. know. I know a particular yeah, situation. Mexican, Mexican girls. With a white it's girl, a, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's across all of the races. They get pregnant. They don't get married. And if they do get married... Uh, it doesn't last long because mm, the uh, guy's still young right, and wants to and, go out. Right, and and, and she's still young. You know, I yeah. mean, it, it breeds bad mothers. Um, it breeds, you know, it ruins the society. Exactly, it totally ruins society. I was gonna say my whole thought behind it. It's you know everyone who is is pro life. They don't care about the life of the person that once, is being born. Once they're born, right? Yeah, all they care about is that it's alive. That's, and then, mm-hmm. but that's my cradle but, to grave thing. That's so a, most of the people who they think are getting abortions are the people that are on welfare. Right. So all you're breeding is another welfare baby. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And that's more money out of your pocket that you keep bitching about. Whereas if you let her have a simple abortion, that's so much more money in your that own pocket. That is why potentially. abortion should be a Republican fucking policy. That's that's what I I've I said that so many times. I hundred percent agree with it's that. It's the crossing seems, of the streams. It, yeah, yes. It, yeah. It's like yes. it's like the Republicans. They don't want to spend any money on welfare or on social programs for society. Yet they value the sanctity of life. But Once that's that only life because is, in, is born, then they don't give a fuck about it. But you know why? Dem- and, it's because Republicans can't put their Bible down to read a scientific book. That's <laughs> what it go. is. Hey, That's man. what it is. Yeah. Because they, the Republicans are traditionally extremely religious. Right. Or 
religious like Baptist religion. Well, they like, need, they need, they need the, the, rel- right, they right. need the religious people to vote for them. Otherwise, they're they're shit out of luck. Yeah. So they have to placate to them and act even though they're paying for abortions for all the hookers and stuff that they're knocking up in Thailand. <laughs> exactly. I'm not for killing babies and all that. People. Hey, people come we're at against me with death. That. Yes. We're yes. officially against it, death. It, uh, uh, you it, know, put out an alert. Right. Put out a beacon. <laughs> but to me, if a teenage girl goes out and she has sex with a, you know, the high school fucking football star and he knocks her up and the next day she wakes up and she takes a pill, she has not killed a baby. To me, no. no, she hadn't killed a baby. They hadn't even formed. It, it can't even any- be qualified it, as an embryo done, at that point. All she yeah. has done is released an egg, just yeah. like she would do on her period. I now, mean, is, is this it, now? Do we is this where we get to like the heartbeat bill and everything? Like where everybody are losing <laughs> their shit? Well, like okay, and, now that it has a heartbeat. No, no, you know, no I know, is there, I know but. I'm just talking generally. It's it's cool that you see that. It, it, it's cool that she sees it that way because I agree. Let it, me make a point too. When you say the heartbeat bill, yeah. my whole thing is it should be able to survive relatively on its own outside the womb. That is when it's a person. Okay. Because because if you have a perfectly healthy baby, sure, but you have some condition where the baby is born premature and it cannot survive on its own. I, I'm with you. Now yeah. let's take this to its logical conclusion. A person is born, something bad happens, an accident, something, uh, to where the only way that they are uh, kept alive is artificially. Should we be doing that? Should we be playing God in that? Should Avenue. we be separating Siamese twins? Dude, there's so much shit. Should we be fucking with all this stuff? Yeah, there's so much shit that's involved in this. You know, like, especially with Siamese twins, you always see this. They they operate on one of them dies. The weaker one dies to make the stronger one live, yeah. you know? And, and then you see the ones that they just don't do anything with. And you're like, man, that's, that's horrible. You know, they're joined at the hip or they're joined yeah. at the of life has or, to be shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, so, and I mean, so it's. Uh, I think I was. I think I was going a little more dark on purpose. <laughs> I know, do want to take a real quick step back. Just I mean, because I did want to include this because this is something that I brought up on a few episodes ago, I believe, when we broached the topic, and y'all had just mentioned not too long ago about the you know they care about more the birth than the actual product yeah. of yeah. it. And I, I had mentioned at that point that there was a nun that had put it very eloquently. And uh, her name's uh, Sister Joan um, Chittister, I guess is how you say this. Um, but Sis- she's Sister Joan. Yeah, <laughs> Sister Joan. She's a Benedictine nun, so, you know, hardcore. Um, Isn't that the shit you put on your sunburn? <laughs> <laughs> no, but she says um i do not believe that just because you're opposed to abortion that ma- that makes you pro-life in fact i think in many cases your morality is deeply lacking if all you want is a child born but not a child fed not a child educated not a child housed And why would I think that you don't? Because you don't want any tax money to go there. That's not pro-life. That's pro-birth. We need a much broader conversation 
on what the morality of pro-life actually is. And a fucking nun wrote that. Well, yeah, because yeah. not that, only that, but even in the book of Ecclesiastes, it says, you know, there's a time to reap, there's a time to sow, there's a time to kill, there's a time to uh, give birth. It, none of the, if you want to leave it back to interpretation, it also says there's a time to kill in the Bible. What makes this any different? And Doug and I have been talking about this for a decade plus. I don't give a shit about abortion because I'll never have that opportunity. Right. Because you're a man. Do I think it's murder? Sure. But what what makes that any different than all the murder that we do once people are fully formed and uh, you know out there living? It's a natural thing. Hey, of- man, the murder of cows. You eat at McDonald's and Burger King every fucking day. Murder is a, <laughs> it is a process of life. It is. And here's the thing. What I was going to get to is if you cannot live on your own and you need artificial uh, mechanisms right. to keep you alive, is that worthwhile? Is that something that should be pursued to me, it's like, no, Again, if the natural law is that you would not make it without these 95 fucking things keeping you alive, that's God or nature or dude, that goes, the normal course of fucking life saying, another Republican, time is up. Another Republican fucking thing, that Terry Shavo yeah. shit with fucking Bush yeah. down in Florida. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they wouldn't let her die. Well, same they wouldn't with, let her die. Same they, thing with Dr. Kevorkian. Yeah, yeah, yes, Dr. Kevorkian. Prison they, in that day. They're talking about how it's God's will and all this kind of... And she's laying there asking to die. Yeah. Uh, weighs like 78 pounds. And I mean, just horrible what they did to that girl. It is yeah. horrible what the re- fucking Republican Party put her through in her last fucking weeks of her life. Yeah. That is evil. That's evil shit. I think that the, the overall thing... And, and I'm going to sum this up, and, and we still have that other video clip to, to play. Um, this on a different topic, but to, to sum it up nicely and neatly from a libertarian perspective, that's what I bring to the show, is in essence, if you truly believe that you own yourself, that also applies to your own life. You should have the ability and the freedom to make that choice how you see fit. It should not be up to a bureaucrat in D.C. to tell you that you are not allowed to do something to yourself. Right. It should not be illegal. It should not be something that is withheld from you just because they are sanctimonious assholes. (laughs) Yeah. Agreed. I'll agree with that. And I'm not out there saying, hey, if you're having a bad day, go off yourself. No, fuck that. Toughen up. Let's work through this. Call somebody. Let's... Let's find the light at the end of that tunnel. But what I'm saying is if all other things have been exhausted and that's what one person chooses to do, the government should not be that that comes in and steps in between you and that decision as terrible as it may be. Well, and Stone, I'm going to say I'm very happy that you are a first female guest with this line of questioning from Doug as opposed to our first black guest or something like that. <laughs> with, the, with what, the questioning from me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm glad I was uh, strongly appended, opinioned enough well, look, for that topic, too. And, and, the, and the topic, everybody calls it taboo. 
shit, whatever. Yeah, there's no but taboo. It's, but it's a, no. It, is, it is one of the biggest fucking things that hang over everybody. Now, you can't even say the word abortion without people just freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And um, it's a huge fucking problem. It's huge. Because it's not just a political it, third rail. It's a societal yes, third rail. Yes, it is societal. Yes. Right. And and religion and, and political and everything that goes in it is it just stirs it up into this big fucking... Yeah, people kill each other over I mean, it's it's yeah. insane. Here's the thing. It's crazy. Here's the thing. To wh- whoever's out there that is super religious and thinks that abortion is evil and should be stricken from the earth, your God is not going to judge you for the actions of another. Right. And if you truly believe that it's evil, then don't partake. We're not begging you to abort. Right. Hey, go get pregnant and let's, kick, let's knock right. a couple of these fuckers out of you. No, we're not saying that. We're just saying don't impede other people's freedoms based on your perception of what you think is right. Right. That's and, all. And, and let and, other people fuck their own shit up if that's what you think they're doing. And I still say if they if you did the if you did the control, I mean, you know, everybody would call it controlling the population, which is exactly what should be done. I mean, it's Look, China had the one kid policy, you know? Well. And everybody <laughs> fucking flipped out. Everybody freaked out. But well, for and, good and, reason, <laughs> yeah. Was that? But for good reason, because it's government mandated. I know, but you have to look at China, dude. They're it's, how did they what, get to that many? It's two billion fucking people. You that know, damn well, Genghis Khan out there fucking everybody. I think they say like a a third. There's a like a very large percentage of people actually have his. Yeah. Uh, genetic makeup because right. of how many people he fucked. That was right. like ten percent of yeah. the world's it's population. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's a large like, number. Yeah, he just put the he dick just, down. Yeah. <laughs> he, just, he just made a continent. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I'm gonna fuck a continent up here. Yeah. So I'm not saying the U.S. should have a one-child policy, but I do think the U.S. should have a if you're less than 18 years old, no child policy. I think I believe that should be because you cannot have kids raising kids. It's not a normal thing. I mean, it doesn't happen anywhere else in nature. You know, you don't have a fucking, you know, little year and a half old dog fucking having puppies. Well, I mean, sometimes you you can. You you can, but but it's all, but it's not a, it's scalable. Right. If a dog's only going to live 10 years. Yeah. The dog's seven years. Yeah. So, so, eh. Yeah. Eh. Well, again, if we're talking about dogs, uh, well, no, I don't want to get into that. Because I was going to say nature, you know. But uh, but I'm just saying. A, a you dog, have a litter of 10, three of them aren't making it. Yeah, you're not giving the dog welfare checks. You're every, not hooking those little puppies and, up to little, you know, right. ventilators and be like, we got to get yeah, them. Yeah. But you're not giving dogs welfare checks and wick and fucking. Yeah, you're not, you're not the having. The world to, needs more dogs and less humans. There, I said. Yeah, there you go. Totally. <laughs> 100%. I go with that. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's veer back out of that. Let's get and, this, uh, getting something happy. <laughs> well, no, we're still on to that next, uh, you know, segment that we wanted to go so, into. So, the, one or, thing that's been obvious uh, to everyone in 2020 is the uh, the lockdowns and the restriction of businesses being open and people being able to go to work and the government deeming who is essential and who isn't, which to me is unconstitutional is all fucking should have never happened. It's retarded. It is. Again, free will. Uh, retarded. Allow the people to make their own decisions based on their own level of risk that they're willing to take for themselves, and the government should never fucking be a part of that. Just government, like I did by saying retarded. Yeah. 
The government should have no role in telling you if you can or cannot work. They Absolutely have, none. They should have no control over how you uh, operate in order to uh, make a life. Yes. Or make a living. Yeah. Earn a living. Right to work is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. But they did because we live in a tyrannical fucking government. And if the government's going to cause the problem, they at least need to come up with some solution. And along the way, they've tried, I guess, to have a little bit of a pacifier to their fucked up policy, and that is stimulus checks, which is only going to drive us further into debt and drive us more into bankruptcy uh, for future generations, all the ones that aren't being aborted. So recently, there's a new stimulus bill that's being tabled right now because everybody up there can't get their fucking heads out of their asses, and... Old Nancy Pelosi, old bag of bones herself, dragged herself out of her fucking, in, from in front of her $20,000 uh, refrigerator to go on air with Wolf Blitzer on CNN to have a little back and forth. And she <laughs> thought it was going to be a bit of a softball, but old Wolf, old Wolfie came in with the heart yeah, stuff. Wolf, Wolf oh, had yeah, Wolf had something else in mind. So this is about a minute and a half. I'm going to play just this little exchange. It is a beautiful. This is my favorite. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's glorious. Exchange. This is my favorite. Here we go. I'm asking you serious questions because so many people are I'm in desperate you need we, right now. Let me yeah. ask you this. Okay. When was the last time? Let me, you, let me respond well, to you. Let me you. ask you, when was the last time, Madam questions. Speaker, when was the last time you spoke with the president about this? I don't speak to the president. Speak why to not? His, why his not representative. Call him, why not call him and say, Mr. President, let's work out a deal. It's not going to be everything you want. Not going to be everything I want. But there are so many Americans right now who are in desperate need. Let's make a deal. What makes me amused, if it weren't so sad, is how you all think that you know more about the suffering of the American people than those of us who are elected by them to represent them at that table. Holy It's fuck. not about me. It's about millions of Americans who can't put food on the table, who can't pay the rent. And we represent them. And we represent them. And we represent them. All right, holy fuck. I can't, uh, I, I, I'm going to no. have to pause this one and, and take it in chunks because no, it I, is I so... A fucking surd. I'm about to throw my own phone in fucking rage. <laughs> and, and, and what she says in a minute, uh, when when it keeps going, but when she talks about just, how long we'll, we'll, she's been there, and we'll get there, we'll oh, get there. Oh yeah. But I'm saying just what we heard right there. Yes. Oh, she's an evil cunt. We oh, represent sorry. them. We <laughs> represent them. We know them better than you. She's talking to a non-elected citizen. Yeah. Yes. I know it's Wolf fucking Blitzer. <laughs> yeah. And he's not suffering. Uh, like the regular American people, but what he is saying, there's nothing that can be argued against what he's saying. Right. Yeah. Nothing. Especially if you're an elected official who has the ability to bestow financial aid to people that you have cut their ability off of obtaining funds. And you, you stupid cunt i'll and say it you again have the ability and i'm, I'm still sorry but uh, yeah, that, that's i'm not only, offended you're that's, not calling me that's the cunt. only apology <laughs> that's the only apology that i'll ever put out there uh yeah, yeah we say cunt here uh, yes we do but look this is the thing that's really fucking i mean just oh my god dude when i saw this i was at work watching this oh my god why i was at work i was at work work and i'm sitting there watching on my phone at lunch and i'm like oh this bitch (laughs) (laughs) dude when wolf blitzer says why don't you call the president 
Well, there's only like maybe five or six people in government that have that ability to actually just call the president. She's very yeah. much She's one. She's one of them. Yeah, yes. Speaker of the House always has and, the direct line to the president, and, no matter and what. Basically, what Wolf Blitzer gets to in this is, you know, he's he's nailing her on fucking not doing anything just because it's Trump. Yeah, you know, sure, yeah, and and she keeps <laughs> this is oh my well, she god, flat out, she Ugh. she comes out and says, Ugh. I don't call, I don't talk to him. Yes. Yes, I know. I know. These are these are our elected officials, people. They don't they won't talk to each they other. They don't talk to each other. And they yes. won't read the bills that they pass yes. and they don't give a fuck about how much debt they're putting us in. They don't care about you. Yeah. So they this is just the beginning. Well, to, to me, I mean, and I'm not gonna, you know, quote anything further, but I I mean something that they definitely get into or that she gets into in this whole exchange is everyone else is too stupid to get it. So I'm the only one equipped, which is like who have we heard this shit from? Yeah, Trump. Trump. Yeah. And yeah. Like, no, they're all the same. Yeah. They're all fucking criminals. Yeah. As bad as we're been led to believe that Trump is, these uh, Washington is nothing but full of Trumps. Yes. Trump is not the problem. Trump is just the overwhelming flag that's waving over Washington saying, hey, this is what's been going on here the whole fucking and time. And how many times have I said what Trump has done is expose the incompetence of government. Correct. That's what he's done. Correct. If, if he's done anything in four years, he's exposed how fucking incompetent yeah. every one of and them that's are. Why, they all are. And that's why I don't hate Trump, because he is not a unique evil. Anybody that spends their entire time obsessing over Trump as a singular individual in Washington, you're missing, you're, you're missing the forest for the one tree. Right. And that shit, you're not helping anything by yes. doing that. Trump, if you hate Trump, you you m- might not understand it, but what you're actually reacting to is all of Washington. Your hatred of Trump is actually a hatred of the entire fucking system because this system is what bred Trump. We all get what we deserve in the end, and this is what we all deserve for voting these fucks in office yeah. for decades. All of them. All of them. All right, and we will pick back up with this fun little exchange. <laughs> Them. I know we you know are. Them. I'm, I'm just we saying. We represent them and we know them. As we, we say. We know them. We represent them. Don't let yes. the perfect be the enemy of the good, as they say. It is here nowhere in near perfect. Madam Speaker. Always the case, but we're not even close to the good. All right, let's see what happens because every day is critically, critically important. Thanks so much Thank for joining us. Thank you for your us. sensitivity to our constituents' needs. I am sensitive to them because I see them on the street begging for food. Begging for money. Madam Speaker, thank you so much. We feed them. We feed them. We'll continue this conversation down the road for sure. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. That's where he should have said, listen here, cunt. Oh my God! No, that's not the whole th- th- dude. I saw some, but, but I, well, yeah. I know, but yeah, just so tell, that we're not. She accuses he, uh, him she, of grandstanding at some point. I'm like, well, being, being apologist for the Republican Party. Yeah. She actually says yeah. to Wolf Blitzer, mm-hmm. "With all due respect, you don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She says that to him. Isn't yeah. That? yeah, and I was, I said, I watched the whole fucking like nine minutes. It's fifteen. Thing. It's fifteen yeah, minutes like, long. Not to call yeah. you a it's, fucking idiot, but you're a fucking idiot. It's fifteen minutes long, and I couldn't find just the right portion and i wasn't <laughs> right, gonna play the right, whole goddamn right, thing yeah we would lose our collective but fucking yes, minds anyone out there that has not seen the wolf blitzer fucking pelosi clip you need to watch the whole fucking thing yeah it is, it yeah. is we'll link it we'll link the full one in our show america's notes. nastiest fucking politics that you can see laid out right before you and it's every one of them 
all of them, Republican, Democrat, it don't matter. None yeah. of that shit matters. You got Mitch McConnell, Pelosi, Schumer, fucking Grassley. Dude, there's so many fucks. Lindsey Graham. I, 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 could t- I could probably go through fucking 30 senators and House members that need to fucking go right well, now. Well, here's the thing. It's if, all if you of were them... elected in the 90s, you need to go. Well, or I'll, I'll make it super easy for you, Doug. It's all of them for, with the exception of about four. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. I don't give a flying fuck if you're, a, if you're a senator or you're just a member of the House or you're an aide or you're an intern. Yeah. All of you get the fuck out yes. of here. We're keeping only four of you. Right. And 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 because in all honesty, you only need about four people to actually run the goddamn federal government yeah, you know, in the way that I would want the federal government yeah. to, to you know what I would actually. But you're want talking them in perfect of. world shit now. Well, I'm talking. That's what we're, that's what that's no, that's what we're doing. No, here. I know, but I'm talking shit that could actually happen. Oh yeah, if people, oh you and, and your and realism I, and I harp, <laughs> dude, I harp on this, and this could actually happen if everybody would just vote for the other guy two times. In two fucking election cycles. That's all you got to do. You go, you vote for your senator uh, when when the presidential election's going on, and your House member vote for the other guy. Four years later, do the same fucking thing, and all of this fucking changes. I will say all this. I will say this because early voting has started, like actual where you're not just mail in, but where you can actually go into a voting booth and and vote. And that has kicked in or kicked off here in Georgia and it's been making the local news here. And I saw some funny <laughs> shit. Say. I saw some funny shit this week where they're going and interviewing uh, people waiting in lines. Because one of the big storylines that always comes out uh, without fail is that, yeah, some precincts will have eight hour waits right. and others will have 10 minutes. Right. But no one ever talks about. You know, oh well, it's mostly a short line. Right. Uh, we've we hear that a lot with bad scenarios where it's mostly something that it clearly isn't. But anyway, I'll let you figure out what I'm talking about. <laughs> so there's a couple instances where there's a few precincts that have uh, you know exorbitantly long lines because the people that are running the shit, the volunteers there, just can't figure out how to plug machines in. So the news <laughs> sees this as a Prime opportunity to go, well, let's go talk to the public. Let's go talk to the people that are waiting in these lines, these educated voters. Yes. Holy fuck, what a bunch of bag of dipshits half these people are. The great unwashed. <laughs> when, when you see the people that are voting, it should terrify the fuck out of you into voting. <laughs> and this is, I'm always going to try to make an argument to, for voting, Doug. <laughs> because here's the thing. There's so many things that we can agree about. That we got a overzealous criminal justice system. You get pulled over for a taillight. They smell weed. They pull you out of your car. Right. You're, you're having a bad day. Yeah. And you might have eventually get judged by 12 of your peers. Well, where do they pull these people from? Where, where do they pull them from, Doug? From the voting pool. From the voting records. So if you have voted, you're eligible to get called in for jury duty. And property owners. Now... Do you want, well, but in the area that we live, most people are renting, right? Uh, whether they're in apartments or like myself. Right. Um, but do you want somebody with no skin in the game that just happened to vote for some dipshit like a Pelosi to be in charge of your possible outcome in the legal system? Fuck no. So if you got a brain <laughs> on top of your goddamn shoulders, go out and vote so that these ass fucks can't lopside this shit 
into uh, idiocracy. And also, even think of it even more selfishly. If you if you do truly believe, if you're out there running around thinking that uh, you got a bunch of cops that are just going to crack your head open, and uh, then you got to answer for it in front of a judge, do you want these asshats? What no matter what side you're on, to uh, be in charge of your possible outcome in the legal system. The- Everyone should be more motivated to go out and fucking vote. Uh, you look, I for see, multiple reasons. I see your point, but I think there's more stupid people than there are educated people that vote. And so I think the educated people that do vote are getting washed out by all the stupid people that are going to vote. I don't know what the fuck they vote on. I really don't. It's, people that vote. Do you vote? Sometimes. Okay. But you have voted. Yes. Okay. I've never voted. I've never voted in my life. And I've said that many times on here, but it's true. And I never will vote. Yeah. I cannot. I can't. Me and my buddy in Florida were talking about this on the phone today. Today, he was just hammering me about it, about not voting. Yeah. And I said, look, dude, I said, I can't pick. The lesser of two evils. And you don't have and, to. And he's like, why can't you do that? And oh, well, if you want that, I'm going to change the topic altogether. No, I, I know, but I, 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 but I, I'm saying if you want your person to win, yes, you have to vote for one of the people that's fucking. I got a totally different argument. Could, I'll I know, make I know, when you're done. I know you got a different viewpoint of it, you know. And and if I if I did vote and I wrote in, I'd write in Thomas. Not Jefferson even that. Every fucking time. Fuck the president, but continue. No, yeah, I want. Yeah, I want voting. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. But yeah. But what I'm saying is, well, most people when they vote for the president or whatever they just vote down ballot all the way sure 90 fucking percent of people do that i guarantee sure and and if i voted i would never do that i would vote for the i would learn what each fucking person is about yeah you know and vote on the person you know and that which is the the way you're supposed to i want voting which is the way (laughs) you're supposed to do it please duck because here's the thing i understand why no, anybody's against voting for president because I agree with you. It really doesn't fucking matter. But when you're in the voting booth, you're not just voting for the president. Right, you're voting no, for 15 or 25 different people and 20 of those 25 or actually probably 23 of those 25 are local people that are going to actually affect your fucking life. Right. And there's no harm in going in the voting booth and having a say-so in your local day-to-day politics and leaving the president fucking blank. I agree with that. Yeah, I do. That's the, that's, and if, if you're not a landowner or whatever, then yeah, you are eligible then to be part of the jury pool. But if you're the type that will educate yourself on which candidate that will affect you uh, the most beneficial way, however that means, for me, it's the affect me the least uh, is who's going to get my vote. If if you educate yourself and you go in and you vote and you leave the national politics completely fucking blank, you've still made your protest vote or write in or leave it whatever. But if you do happen to get called up in jury duty, which for some reason everybody avoids, which is like, dude, fuck that. Yeah. I'll go do jury duty. I don't give a flying fuck. Hell, if anything, I want to hear some real salacious shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's my whole thing. And I'm I'm not gonna belabor the point. Like if 
I totally agree with your right not to vote, and I'm not going to say you're good, bad, or indifferent. I personally don't give a flying fuck if you do. Yeah. I, but I, as far as just having a debate and having an argument, right? I love that this one's probably never going to end. I just, I love yeah. it. Yeah, I know it never will because <laughs> <laughs> because I just, I just, I don't see it as something that should be something that doesn't happen just because. I think that if you're invested in local or in politics at all. Or if you have, if you want to have any say so of that asshole is going to raise the toll or, you know, jack my taxes up because he wants new, bigger, brighter stop signs. And I don't think we fucking do, but I'm not going to vote. I'm just willing to pay for my, you know, lack of interaction. Then that's your, that's your right as well. I just, I just, I don't, I don't understand the desire not to be a participant. Like I said, the thing that, (laughs) <laughs> that keeps me from voting is the stupid people that vote. I mean, it, 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 it you're going to let the stupid people win, Doug. Yeah. The, well, they, if all the, they, if they all always the smart, win. It if, seems like they've won every time, every time. I, because all the smart people think that yeah. there's nothing but stupid people voting because yeah. the smart people are too dumb to realize that if the smart people voted, you could outvote the dumb people. Yeah. Huh. It just seems like there's a lot more stupid people than there are smart well, people. You bring, vote. you bring up, you bring up stupid people. Well, I, and, and I don't mean stupid. I no, mean, cause I, you know, they're no, no, just no, no. not educated on the. No, you bring up stupid people, and I wanna, I want to throw a bone your way. Okay. By our old, our old hero, George Carlin, George who I think said Carlin. it better than either you or I could even yeah. attempt to. Yes. Oh yeah. And it's, any one of us. Yes. It's a minute fifty-four of just solid, stupid he, gold. He's the master. Some people don't like you to talk about those things. I know that. Some people don't like you to mention certain things. Some people don't want you to say this. Some people don't want you to say that. Some people think if you mention some things, they might happen. Some people are really fucking stupid. Did you ever notice that? How many really stupid people you run into during the day? God damn, there's a lot of stupid bastards walking around. Pencil with you. You wind up with 30 or 40 names by the end of the day. Look at it this way. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. And it doesn't take you very long to spot one of them, does it? There. That was the main point. <laughs> Think of the average stupid person and realize that half the people are stupider than that. Yeah. And that's where I will fully agree with you, Doug. <laughs> oh yeah we are outnumbered by the stupid people and if there's one possible outcome from listening to our stupid asses is that you become a little less stupid maybe not by learning anything directly from us <laughs> but from maybe questioning your own uh placement in this world and saying i can't i mean i know at least one of them votes i gotta vote I got to vote so I can counter their vote because I might be that stupid guy. I don't know. I might be too stupid to realize I'm, I am stupid. Just like George Collin said. And I don't know if you know, George Collin never voted. I remember him saying this oh so well, and I agree with this completely. Uh, people always say, you don't have a right to bitch because you didn't vote. And yeah, he's like, that. oh no, I do have a right to bitch because I didn't vote for any of this shit. 
<laughs> and that's the way I feel. That's the way I feel. I've got, I have more of a right to bitch than you do. You yeah. voted for this asshole. You know, <laughs> I mean, so, uh, you know. Occasionally, in the rare times that they do exist, you will get somebody that is actually um, worth voting for. And those are the times where I think that you should show up. Like I said, once in history for me. Yeah. That was Ron Paul. That was it. That was the closest I ever came to registering to vote. The, ever. For, closest I ever came. And it ain't going to get any better than Ron Paul. No, I know. And so uh, that's why I say I'll probably never vote. <laughs> you know, that's, I mean, it's, it's, that's Ron Paul. And um, yeah, there's not another one. He's the last honest person in politics. He was the last one. He was the last one that will tell you exactly what the fuck's going on, uh, how they do it, how they do their magic tricks, how they take your money. And he did it in a way that didn't come off cocky. It didn't come off like he knew more than you, like he was the only one that could fix it. Yeah. He, never, he never came off that way. Yeah, you know? he didn't have any arrogance. No, exactly, he was he wasn't arrogant. It wasn't an arrogant bone in his body. Yeah, it's still not. I it, mean, because most politicians know? come across their whole platform is you need me. Yes, and it's yeah, like no, the, actually, that's yeah. the last thing we fucking yeah, need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, yeah don't, we don't need you, guy. <laughs> yeah. The only thing we need is uh, a leader who doesn't want to be one. Exactly, and there that doesn't exist. And the whole art of campaigning is uh, declaring how much you're needed, and. Think about it in like normal life terms. If you just met somebody and they're like, we need to be friends. Like I need, you need me uh, in your friend group. Like you need me in your life. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. It's like, no, 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 no. But I'm running for friend. You, you, every four years you get a new friend. You need me to be your friend. You'd be like, this is the dumbest shit ever concocted. And that's basically what politicians politicians yeah. and politics are it's like no no no. i don't need you I, in fact the only thing i need from you is to do the least amount possible to stop fucking this thing up because we're i don't know what the next 10 years are going to look like yeah, it's like, really it's really not a large step up from eighth grade little fuckers going you want pizza every day for lunch <laughs> i mean pretty much our no I like hamburgers every now and yeah. then asshole uh, yeah <clears throat> our politicians are not too crazy above that why because our average voter is not too far above that they're not looking at the issues they're not looking at actually what makes a fucking difference i mean <clears throat> i i think um you know with back in the day with clinton and everything and random other people oh i'm gonna vote for him because i like his smile i'm gonna vote for well, this no, he person. played a saxophone man yeah like, he, he's he's not like other politicians he speaks well. You ever see Lewis Black, where he talks uh, about yeah. how the president should be picked? Dude, his two index fingers yeah, doing yeah, over yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, uh, you see, you see where he where he was talking about how the president should be picked. I it's, don't it's remember. There, I don't think I've seen it. Send a monkey on, onto a plane, and then you put a little parachute on the little guy, and then you kick the little fucker out of the plane, and then he parachutes down to the ground. And he lands on the ground, and whoever he walks up to first and grabs their hand is the president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> that is, to me, to me, 
that is just as good as voting. I say, yeah, I, mean, I say, fuck all that. Just make the monkey president. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, say, I know, um, I know a lot more monkeys that are smarter than a lot more people. Yeah, so, there you go. So that's all this substance matter well, she- uh, of the current events and the the whatever. But I don't want to end the episode, especially having a guest where we just. We did our thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Lauren, I, I know uh, Arona and I spoke before you came up and it was like, hey, what are some what are some good stories, some memories that we have? And immediately I was trying to think of like times in college. I'm like, well, they were all kind of similar. It was all parties, middle ground, Elosa shows. Those are fun, but you, you've done one. You just kind of repeat the same thing. To me, one of the coolest. I don't remember most of them anymore. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. But one of the coolest things that I remember uh, doing with you is when you lived down in Florida, and you just happened to mention monkeys being smart. This is how I know. Uh, Yeah, you 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 walked Arona and I into a lemur cage. Yeah, and I got to experience what it was like to have lemurs jumping on me. With their soft little rubbery little toes, <laughs> fingertips or whatever. Right, right. I'm butchering everything biological about these fine animals. <laughs> but w- would you care to elaborate at all over kind of what you've been able to do post partying in front of college rock bands? While I was also partying in front of college rock bands, I was um, acquiring a degree in biology and I was working with animals. So I continued that on to Florida and I worked for a company that was contracted with uh, some of the parks down there. So SeaWorld and Busch Gardens, right. stuff like that. And in That's addition killer. to working in the parks, I got to represent the parks um, whenever they would do special events or if there were any uh, TV spots. So there were a couple of times that I was on Jay Leno, um, Good Morning America, Martha Stewart, um, Mari Povich had had an entire episode with Jack Hanna one time, and I was on every single little scene that that's they had. Cool, I had an cool. animal for everyone. Right? Can um, we can we pause right there, real pause, quick? Pause. Yeah. So that's something that most people uh, never get to experience, like yeah. as far as getting to go to these TV shows. What's what's that like? A little bit. Just you got to travel with the animals. Or are you flying with them? Yeah, and it's really funny them? because um, I'm going through a lot of old stuff. Sure. At my mom's house and throwing out things we don't need. Right. And I actually found all of my old backstage passes okay. from when I used to do stuff like that. It, it was cool because sometimes my name was actually on it. Usually it was just like trainer or handler right. or something like right. that. But sometimes my name was actually on it. Um, it was a shell shock for me because I'm from not even a small town, like five minutes outside of a small town in the middle of the country. Right. So, you know, going to college for me, that was a big experience. Right. And it was even a small college. Um, and then moving down to Orlando, like that's the biggest place I'd ever lived, you know. So um, it it was it's crazy to me thinking back on the person I was saying, hey, you're going to experience all this one day. I'd be like me, like, no way. That's crazy. Right, right. You know, not in the cards. Not possible. No, like I never would have I never would have thought of that. But then once it happened, it was just like, boom, 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 boom. And just work your way on up. And you meet some of the coolest people. 
Like you legit meet some of the coolest people, um, and and you learn really quick who's a dick in the industry too. Yeah, I mean, no lie. So are the dicks outweighing the number of regular nice people out there? Yeah, I mean, well, that, we'll that's pretty that. standard. That a... Much anywhere you go. <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. want to bring up uh, like the music business. The connection that I know uh, a lot of people have is you know the big craze on Netflix was always uh, uh, Tiger King or whatever the fuck the name of that show was. Yeah. And um, now you had a brush up with one of the people that was interviewed in that, correct? Yes, Dr. Bhagavan Antle. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I met Holy him. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, wow. So every year, even though my boss was Jewish, he would throw the company a big Christmas party. And one year, the gift <laughs> to the Christmas party was calling in his dear friend, Dr. Bhagavan, Bhagavan <laughs> Antle, to bring down some of his uh, chimps and orangs and, and baby it, tigers and baby lions. And if, and if no one remembers, because that, that did come out back in March, that's the guy with the ponytail, yeah. right? The ponytail yes. and, multi- and the harem. And, the and multiple harem. wives. Multiple wives. Yes. I met two of them that night. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> carry on. Oh carry, no, no, carry on. It was hilarious because I had heard of Tiger King, but I didn't realize he was on it. I didn't know what it was about. You know, I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm did he try to get you to marry him? Um, no, he did not. Okay. Um, I did seek Bobcat advice from him and I actually had more knowledge on bobcats than he did. Well, oh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> only because he only worked with the big cats and I yeah. worked with smaller cats. But um yeah, it was funny. Uh, some of my old coworkers were on Facebook talking about it. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like, have you not seen Tiger King? I'm like, no I mean I've heard about it, but what is this? They're like, dude, you need to watch it because everybody that our old boss told us about was on that freaking show. And it's like, all the shit's true. You got to check it out. It's like, oh my God. God no. It's the fucking, it's you, could, crazy. you can't write shit like that. No, you can't. God, you no. can't no. write it. No. It's fucking insane. So obviously they had to go find some of the most bizarre characters mm-hmm. in order to have the drama that was needed to make it interesting. But I got to imagine there's a little bit of... your. Normal people don't get into that line of work. And normal yeah. as in regular, just buy a three-quarter acre lot and just a picket fence, two and a half kids, that kind of thing. That That's normal. Mm-hmm. Those normal people don't know anything about that life. So in that industry, is it more or less common to run into characters, you know, people that are larger than life or, or that kind of project more than what you would normally see i would say yes it's been a number of years since i have been in that field so i can't talk about anybody current but um it was really funny to me you kind of expected people to act stuck up because of who they were and everybody that knew them and all that but what was neat was the people who were really down to earth Mm-hmm. You know, right. and like that really surprises you. Like Jay Leno, he would accidentally walk in our our dressing room, He'd be like, "Oh, sorry. Oh, hey, how are you guys doing?" And we're like, "Oh, hey, how you doing?" <laughs> Jay <fucking> Leno. Sorry, <laughs> I thought I left my uh, he drove into work and one looks like a torpedo. That's so got- cool. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a lie. He drove a different car every day to I'm the sure set. He did. And there Have was you ever seen Jay Leno's garage? One, yeah, the oh very first time God. I was on Leno and I saw that car, I'm like, I have got to picture this. It looks like a freaking torpedo. Silver bullet going down the road. So like. I got. Did he I got bring you ask, Doritos? He did not bring me Doritos, no. unfortunately. Well, <laughs> so I, I got to ask, like, probably the most boring question, okay. and and probably one that everybody else is like, duh. But <laughs> how do you get from Orlando with animals to L.A. or New York or Chicago, wherever they're filming, with these fucking animals? We fly. Yeah. And we buy tickets for the animals. 
This was one of the cool things okay. I came across I'm when I also I found now. all of my lanyards <laughs> and everything for backstage passes. Yeah. I also found our old plane tickets. It would have my name, and then my passenger would it'd say Animal Links or Animal Monkey or something right, like right. that. Like That was what's so cool, but... We usually get the bulkhead row because it's easier for us to maneuver with the crates. Yeah. Um, only once have I ever flown first class with an animal. They usually try to, you know, put us lowly ones in coach. But um, that was actually kind of cool, though. I think it must have been a mistake. What kind of animal happens. was it? I've traveled with lynx. I've traveled with first lemurs. Class. The first class was a lynx. And that was a funny story. Oh, wow. So is the animal in the seat next to you? Or are they in a crate down? in, in a the crate. seat next to me. Right. No shit. Yeah. I mean, they have. you have to ask for seatbelt extenders because the regular seatbelts won't fit. Right. You have to belt the crates in. Right. Yeah. The time with that, the first time with the lemur in first class, though, oh my gosh. She was, she had an upset stomach because we had her on a special food because she had, she had been sick. Right. So we're like, okay, well, we're going to keep feeding her this special food. So the first class seats we were on, right behind us were the bathrooms. And we're like, damn, somebody blew that shit up already. We're still loading here, and someone's already like blew up the bathroom. No, it was my freaking lynx. Oh, I no. shit you not. Like, we were, me and my well, coworker no, were like looking at each other across the not. thing, and we're like, that, it stinks. Like, it really stinks. And we finally clicked. I'm like, you don't think it's one of our animals, do you? We're like, oops. It was totally one of our animals. No. <laughs> you mean to tell me they're not potty trained? Uh, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. No, they haven't learned mm-hmm. that yet? No. But you know, one fun experience I had on a plane where I, we had to be as incognito as possible, which is difficult when you're, one, given special treatment when loading a plane. Two, those crates are covered with SeaWorld crate covers. You have on a SeaWorld or whatever company t-shirt you represent, right, right. you know. We had Paris Hilton riding with us. And Paris is known for her love of exotic animals. Right. At one point, she had a kinkajou, and that's the worst kind of press you want is someone Kinga, owning Kinga. an oxa- exotic animal because they usually do everything wrong. Right. So here we are traveling with marmosets, which are like one of the smallest species of primate one of my in the favorite, world. One of my favorite animals of all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you some really cool pictures later because right. I raised some since they uh, were like the size yeah, of my that's thumb. Killer, that's killer. That's killer. Yeah, but um, yeah, so we were traveling with uh, marmosets and uh, they it was their first flight ever. They weren't even a year old. Wow. And I was like, I was everything they knew as mom because right. one of them I had raised since he was six days old. So wow. he legit was like, that's my mama right there. And so <laughs> as we're flying, they were small enough to go under the seat. But I could see their little faces looking at me going. <laughs> 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 yeah. the, the lady I was traveling with is like, got to quiet them down. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Walk into the bathroom right past Paris Hilton? Yeah. I mean, we're trying to be incognito over yeah. here. We don't want to draw guys. attention to ourselves right. when she's up there because it's, it's going to be a big deal and that's not why we travel, you right. know? And I'm like, I know that, but what am I supposed to do? Like, yeah, we're you, supposed to be on Jay Leno, not TMZ. Should I take the monkeys out <laughs> here or should I take, what do you want me to do? Like, shh, quiet yeah. monkey. That's not how that works. Right, right. So, yeah, they eventually settled down. It was all good. Did she they never knew we were on the plane. Did they eat those that species actually um in the wild they eat a lot of tree sap they have really specialized teeth the bottom row of teeth are used to like cut through the bark right um and they have really sharp canines too um they'll also eat bugs they'll eat any kind of fruit stuff like that right right. usually in captivity we have a pre-made diet it's like dog food for monkeys it's got everything they need in it right um, and so that's where they get monkey chow. It's, I mean, it's yeah. called monkey biscuits, is right, what they're called. Right, right. Um, and you can soak them in water, and they like they just poof right <laughs> yeah, up. Right. And <laughs> from personal experience, they don't taste that bad, depending <laughs> on what you soak them in. <laughs> <There> but, you <laughs> go. 
Animal, not you know, all animal food tastes bad. I'm just saying. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we know we've tried a lot well, of it. Well, it's made by humans. You yeah, know? I mean it, it's it's. Well, a, I mean the it's when a, you study what they're is, eating, yeah. their diet is not all that bad right. from what we're. It's probably better than what we're eating. So, yeah. Well, that's killer. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. It was a it was a fun experience. I learned a lot. Um, Did you ever work with dolphins and shit like that? I did not. I um. While I love being in the water, I'm most comfortable with my feet on the ground. Right. And uh, I just could not imagine, I could not imagine being in the water with an animal like that. That's just, that's, I hate to say it. It's more balls than I have. Right. But it really is. The only marine mammal I actually had interest in working with were manatees. Yeah, I manatees. I always loved sea cows. manatees. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, it's sad what's happened to the manatees. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, they're, that's why they call them sea cows. You mm-hmm. know, they're the most gentle fucking animal you oh, can yeah. ever ever oh, be yeah. and they're just getting decimated by propellers and i remember oh, when yeah, i first fucking... moved down to florida um manatees have always been on the endangered species list right. but they actually don't have a count at the time i'm not sure now but at the time they did not have a count of the total number in the wild and right. to be on the endangered species list you have to have a, a count of some something to know that the species is in danger right um so they were thinking about taking them off the list and that was the whole reason when i moved to florida i'm like i have to have a manatee license plate because i've got to support them any way i can right. because if they get taken off the endangered list no one's going to want to take care of them when you go to the river down there the manatee river of course got its name from manatees yeah you are labor see manatees in the manatee anymore you have to go to the little tributary mm-hmm. thing off of it because they like the water they like it calm they like it you know they basically just eat vegetation you know yeah yeah um but they're sea cows. They're awesome. I've, I've they're always, so peaceful. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I don't have anything to contribute on manatees themselves. <laughs> but <laughs> I will say, I mean, uh, you know, even now that you're no longer really inside that business, I mean, animals are still a very consistent part of your life. And I've I've told her, uh, you know, multiple times, it's like, you should have your own fucking YouTube channel. <laughs> Just with the craziness you get up to with your own animals. I mean, she's got a, uh, it's a pot belly. I have a pot uh, belly pig. Yeah. yeah. Chunk. Chunk. And Good he, name. He's a chunk. Yes. So yeah. so just to try to carry this from Orlando, Crazy Animals, Paris Hilton, uh, Lynx shitting in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're no longer doing that. Correct. And uh, you now currently live back on your home farm mm-hmm. in south georgia where you have cattle we have cows we have horses um i have my pig uh, i had chickens and turkeys and ducks for a while but i also collect stray dogs and my stray dogs are um, helping me diminish my prey population <laughs> around the house <laughs> so we have had to had call it quits to the fowl on the property how many stray dogs do you have um, I have three right now, right. and um, it, they're all looking for homes if anybody wants them, because if I don't, I may go bald by the end of the year. Right. Just, you know. Well, but. the day we, we came down, when was that, June? Uh, actually, uh, J- July. End of July. I think so, yeah. And, and the day before we came down to see you, or even maybe even hours it before, was, it was the you night said before. that there was uh, an all-out... Uh, WWF style, but with actual blood. Yeah, I had two of my dogs get into it, and I could see it happening. 
And it was over food, which they, they all have their own bowls. They are right. all in separate corners of the house because I don't even want to, I'm not playing with that. So, um, but she didn't care. I have, I have one dog that's the dominant one. And then the number two in line, she's passive aggressive. So like <laughs> she'll go up so to the dog shit. and she'll stand there and she won't do anything, but she'll just stand there and look. And it pisses the other dog off. And then she ends up attacking her and then back, you know, and then back and forth. And that's pretty much what happened. I saw, I saw, I could read the language between the two of them. And I went to step between them. I was like, cut that shit out. Well, they didn't cut the shit out. They started the shit. And luckily I still had their shock collars on because they're on those perimeter collars. They still had their collars on. And I live by myself. The only thing I could do was try to choke one or both of them out. And which any professional dog wrangler will tell you, that's the safest way to break up a dog fight. Um, but without hurting yourself. Right. So I'm sitting here like arms apart. And I had I had just come in from going out. I am not in proper dog wrangling attire. Right. I'm in right. platforms with a like a frilly <laughs> thing that's, yeah, got, right. that's getting in the way, basically. Right. And so I'm trying to hold the dogs apart. They're tearing the top of my feet up. One of them had the other one clamped down and was just, I mean, bleeding everywhere. So before they came down, I had to get up early and mop. And I'm like, I never mop because I live by the river with dogs. Yeah. <laughs> good, good luck. I'm just like, What's, yeah. what is the point? <laughs> there is none. There's always dirt. There's always mud. Right. So I was like, I have to mop because I don't want them walking in and finding blood all over the floor. Like, God. I wouldn't have thought anything. I would be like, where's the body? Shit, yeah, let's right. bury that thing. <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> I've walked into situations like this. I know what to do. Where's the dynamite? <laughs> well speaking of dynamite mm, god <laughs> why don't we why don't we get into that a little bit uh so <laughs> you like to blow shit up so i like things that go boom oh yeah um, all right so what, what happened was we live on the river and we have ponds on our property and so wildlife from the river will travel up the streams into the ponds on our property and Sometimes that's alligators, sometimes that's otters, sometimes that's beavers. This particular situation, it was a beaver, and it was building a dam inside of one of our um, wells in one of our ponds. Right. The pond was... Just a quick question. <laughs> Would it be uh, wise to ascertain that any of these are always nuisances? Always a nuisance. Gators, yeah, for, <laughs> gators for obvious, obvious yes. reasons. Beavers. beavers, because they will build a dam and ruin your pond. And that's, if you've built the pond, if it's not a natural pond, you've already spent tens of thousands of dollars to build and stock the pond. And they're so hard then they to go get and rid ruin of. It. Beavers Extremely are. hard, yes. especially when you live on the river. Yes. So they're, um, they're I'm just setting the table. Yeah. And it's then otters, otters will actually <laughs> eat their body weight and food every day. So if you've yeah. paid money to stock that pond, they take care of that You're quick. Right. So, yeah, yeah. They, they are a nuisance no matter what. And especially when they're trying to build a dam inside of a well. Now, this particular pond did not have water in it, okay, because the dam was already, or the well was already messed up. Right. So when they started building a dam in it, the pond started holding water again. And we're like, okay, we've got to do something about this because it's just going to cause more damage, right. you know, and, you know, more money down the road. So... My mom every day would go, when she'd get off work, after her working eight hours a day, she'd come home, she'd get in the boat and paddle out there, and she's got a rake, and she's trying to pull out all the stuff she can pull out. And I finally told her one day, I said, you know, 
we're just wasting our time here because hamster on a wheel. Yeah, yeah, like you have so many hours to do this. They have all night. Yeah, right. They have this. all the hours. I said, so they are replacing what you're doing and adding on to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend who also likes things that go boom and knows how to get in touch with people who make things that go boom. So I call him and I said, hey, can you get me a small stick of dynamite? I mean, and small, like we're talking like right. an inch or two. Oh, yeah, it doesn't take much. So, and I told him, <laughs> I said, here's my plan. This is what I'm thinking. Drop the dynamite, you know, destroy the, the beaver dam, right. you know, and then it'll drain back down and we can get the well mm, fixed. Right. That was my logic. Remember, I majored in biology. Sometimes I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> while that did happen, something else happened. <laughs> so I go paddling out there. Okay. My daddy is sitting on our John Deere Gator. He's on the pond dam. Paddling out is. I'm paddling out. I'm, I'm guessing that's key to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I can't walk out there. Right, I got to right, paddle, which right. means it's slow to get there and slow to get back. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend told me, he's like, now look, when you light that, it's not going to go out. Right. Whether you drop it in water yeah. or not, it's yeah. not going to go out. Yeah. So here, I light it, You're committed I drop it. Once and you I'm light like a freaking cartoon character, like wheel spinning, like trying to get the hell out of Dodge. Like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It's going to blow me up. And nothing happens for a second. And I'm like, it went out. That shit went out. He told me it wouldn't go out. It went out. Boom. <laughs> the well was made three-sided, three-square sides right, right. out of cinder block right. and was concreted. This was old school. Those three sides went thunk, 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 and just fell down one piece at a time. The good news is it blew up the beaver dam. <laughs> and since the well is not there, they can't build another dam again. Right, right. So we had to get the well fixed anyway. This is a metaphor <laughs> for life. Two birds. This is, this Two is birds a, and then a literal one stone. Yes, <laughs> this is a metaphor for life. If you got some problems uh, going on in your life, just blow it up a dynamite. Just blow it up, man. Just blow that shit, shit up. <laughs> and that is why Arona said you need your own YouTube channel. Because I swear to God, oh, yeah. if you had the Dynamite episode, you would be sitting in front of Paris Hilton on the next flight to go see whoever the fuck oh, is Jay God. Leno. I don't even know. And she'd be by the animal cage. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be the internet. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. yeah. That'd be hot. Yes. <laughs> That's so hot. That's hot. Well, I really loved after you came to visit last time uh -huh. and you were comparing me to a social butterfly. I have told everybody oh, that, that, that you called me boy. a social bumblebee. Yeah. I'm like, that's my favorite, because yes, I sting. Like, there you go. I'm like, shoot you, don't push me, man. I went on a bad first date. The guy pissed me off. I told him I'd shoot him. Yeah. Wasn't sure if I was lying or not. I will fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's I think, funny. I think Arona said something to the effect of a social butterfly. I was like, no, it's more like a social butterfly. <laughs> that is inaccurate. <laughs> I was like, I know Stone. I know Stone as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's. <laughs> That is fucking awesome. The dynamite story, I just, I fucking love. Yeah, that's killer. <laughs> Next time you plan on blowing up some shit, can I get like a 24 hour heads up? Because yeah. I can get down there in like three hours. I'll give you more hours. than 24 hours. And a GoPro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've got a friend with a drone. We'll give him a call too. There you go. Excellent footage. Yeah, get the drone. Get the All right, drone I'm gonna out. go uh, throw about 85 beavers down into her farm. <laughs> We're gonna get this thing going. Get an otter. Get an otter or two. Yeah. Swim it in there. 
No, I do. I do love when we were down there. Uh, you know, her her dogs are getting into a frenzy around the uh, you know livestock and almost causing a stampede. Mm-hmm. And without even much thought behind it, Stone goes for her Glock and just you know fires off a few rounds. And I'm just sitting there going, "Man, we are in the fucking country." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're because definitely in the sticks when you can pull out a Glock and fire yeah. off your rails. Yeah, I got to get my dog under control. Excuse me while I uh, stop driving my Jeep at 49 miles an hour, you know, over <laughs> sideways over this hill. Let me put it in park real quick and fire off a few <laughs> warning shots. Yeah. I was just mad because I wasted my good people killing bullets nah. on it. <laughs> I didn't people think killing. to take the, the, the hollow, hollow points. points out and put the target rounds in. Golly, wasting money. <laughs> These dogs. How much land do you have there? Uh, my family has about 200 acres. Damn! Yeah. My oh, grandfather bought it back in the 50s, I think it was, for 25 bucks an acre. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, if deer ever become a nuisance, I got a few... They're always a nuisance. I got a few pew-pew machines that can come down and <laughs> put a few holes in those fuckers. Oh, I mm. still need to do that for the first time in my life anyway, so... Yeah, we're going to have to get you get you uh, acclimated to that, that's for sure. Yeah, for, yeah definitely. I need the... Uh, we got to read Georgia. We got to read Georgia or Arona. That's right. Yeah. A lot of trees or fields or what? It's mostly field. Um, uh, right? Because of where it is, it's by the river. It's not good <clears throat> cropland. Right. It's not fertile at all. Um, so we've always had livestock. Um, it used to be a lot of scrub oaks, stuff like that, but... Should um, grow weed. I would love to grow weed. I bet it would My grow. My daddy used to grow great. it all the time on I our property. I bet it would grow great down there. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. It does, yeah. yeah certain areas it because it's right in the swamp. Yeah. Well, no, so yeah. Actually, yeah. where my daddy used to grow weed, it's like right in front of my house. Yeah. and, and Oh, it would grow perfect Yeah, there. if they made it legal. you know, I, it, it, I just worry is, that my hog would eat it because he goes down there to waller in the mud. No, he wouldn't eat much. He'd be, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of weed and animals, I just uh, uh, started weed and an ex- animals? Is weed, that weed and animals. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I just started a new experiment with my dog, Buddy, tonight, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I put him on CBD, and uh, I think I gave him a, a little hot, too high a dose because he was <laughs> he, he was good. he was worthless. He probably didn't even get up or raise his head when y'all walked in. Uh, Actually, I don't think he did leave the couch, did he? No, Mm-mm. no, no, no. He was sitting there just kind of chilling. Yeah, I gotta go check on Buddy. <laughs> but uh, no, Stone, thank you so much for coming and being our first female guest yes and it our, was nice to meet you on it was our, very yeah, nice to meet you on our little program here and uh that will do it for this week's edition of ignore the rant thank you please, for joining us please feel free to follow us at ignore the rant underscore podcast on instagram and if you would be so kind scroll down to the bottom of your podcast player especially if you're on apple podcast give us a five-star rating write us a review Tell us what you want to hear more of. Yeah, write a review. That's what I want to see. We still have yet to get a review. Yes. what? Somebody be, write a review. Someone. Be the, be the first person to write a review. And hopefully it's not absolutely terrible. <laughs> and, if you're, and if you're the first person to write a review, you'll probably be the first person to get a t-shirt yeah. as soon as they're made. Yeah. <laughs> We've got there many go. plans for this little show of ours, and we would love for all of our fine, fine listeners to uh, partake in it along with us. We don't know if we're going to have any other future female guests. Lauren might be the only one. Right. <laughs> oh, we thought we'd chase them all away, but yeah. <laughs> there's one that'll be there. that competition, buddy. Yeah, there you go. 
All right. Lord knows you've tried, Doug. Uh, (laughs) Well, until next time, faithful friends of the rant, be kind to one another, and we'll see you in a week.